You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology, designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing, and I know how to catch it. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody DDS. welcome to the program episode 2807 the award-winning podcast never not funny a beautiful sunny 80 degree day here in los angeles california i think we're up to 80 it was uh, 78 the last i looked and i have to assume that since I last looked, it went up to the two degrees. No, it went down to 75. All right, went down, guys, since I last saw the temperature. Damn it. It's cooling off. And you know what? Rightfully so. It's getting a little too hot today. So uh, hot today, chili tamale. You know that. Uh, flip-flop those. Chili today, hot tamale. Uh, bottom line, we're having Mexican food, and we're going to enjoy it. And um, uh, I did have Taco Bell the other day, which was a... Uh, uh, full disclosure, had it twice this week. Had uh, Taco Bell twice this week. Once... Uh, uh, both times kind of in a last uh, minute, uh, well, fuck it, let's just get Taco Bell situation. And, um, and then um, we had a, uh, a fantasy baseball draft Saturday night that ended at an odd time. It didn't end early enough to have dinner and it didn't end late enough to not have dinner. And so it was kind of like, geez, I'm kind of caught between times. Fuck it, I'll just have Taco Bell. So that's, uh, uh, and of course, as we know, Taco Bell is literally a 35 second drive from my house. Um, and if, if if I could jump a fence, it would be a five second walk to Taco Bell. Yeah, with, wow. the, with the way things are now, do you think you could like not you don't want to use DoorDash or whatever, because then that's going to cost whatever that costs. But it, it feels like some some fast food places have the thing where you park and then they just bring it out to you. Could you just call them and be like, can you just hand this <laughs> to me? You know, they have that rule that they can't, they won't, they won't, uh, nobody on feet, no, 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 yeah. uh, no foot traffic. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's just, uh, uh drive in only. At oh, the okay. Moment. And, well, that's, um, that's the answer then. Um, you know, it, uh, but you know, as places are opening up, uh, you know, there's a, you know, the, the, some places are having a couple of tables available inside. I don't know why Taco Bell is not one of them. Yeah. Uh, they're running, they're running a tight ship at, the, at my Taco Bell. Uh, yeah. They, they're, I think they're doing it right. They, you know, the big chains know, like, let's not mess with that liability in any way, shape or form. Let's just keep it all above board until uh, everything's cool. And then we can go back to doing what we do. Well, now you're messing with a son of a bitch. Um, something you said made me think of that song, so I don't know why. What song uh, is that? Isn't, isn't that Hair of the Dog by Nazareth? Now you're messing with a, a son of a bitch. Now you're messing with a son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I think that's, I think that's Hair of the Dog by Nazareth. Okay. Garen, look that up. I'm look up. Now you're messing with a son of a bitch and, and see what comes up. That's I mean, it. it would make sense that it would be dog related. Son of a bitch. Right. Yeah. Here are the dog. Well, but here are the dogs. Also, you know, that phrase about uh, having another beer in the morning so that you get rid of your hangover. Sure. That is a song called Hair of the Dog by a band called Nazareth. All right. I've never been prouder of knowing something. So (laughs) that just reminded uh, me that uh, the other night, Elise and I were doing the thing that we do a lot where on YouTube, there's just a bunch of music quizzes and um and the one that was just like arena rock 
and it was like 20 questions it's just name you know they play it and you, for five seconds you have to name it and it started and i was just killing it 18 in i'm i'm, I'm i haven't missed one and then the last two it was all 80s it was all just like you know journey rio speedwagon like you know everything you would expect and then at the end it was just like nazareth <laughs> like some 70s bullshit and i was like fuck you i thought we had an agreement that this is what yeah, this yeah. was and but i actually I, I was like jimmy would have gotten all of these right and i'm so fucking mad right now like i why does that anger you i'm not gonna get any of the stuff that you know i know but i was just like that's bullshit and why because, are you mad at something i'm not even involved with that's because like, i know i, I was like getting mad at somebody in a dream i almost i almost sent it to you but then i, I was like that's that was the thought process so i was like i should send this to jimmy to see if he can get them all right i was like i don't even need to send i know he would get them all right and that's <laughs> bullshit like of, of course he fucking knows i was just i was mad because i know the 80s but i don't really know the 70s as well but you're eight years older than me so you obviously do know the 70s as well and so it was it was a hundred percent in your wheelhouse and it was 95 percent in my wheelhouse and i was just pissed off that i didn't have that last guy it felt it felt like they cheated to like trip me up where it was like we we were doing 80s guys this was an 80s quiz that's fair Uh, to get mad at matt but uh, you you were aware that you don't know everything i right i am but i said i I don't i think that's part of the problem i think you think you know everything and it's okay not to i know i don't know i know i by the way i know i don't know everything but i i like the i like the illusion of feeling like i know everything within one very specific but but when you're alone privately that's the time to go you know what i don't have to put on a little show that i know everything this is the time uh, where I could finally be. It's okay that I don't know. I wish now I got to find that video. And, and I would like to know what those two songs are. I'll, uh, I'll find it. It's in my history. Uh, so. uh, because there's no way that it was Nazareth. Nazareth. Nah, it wasn't Nazareth, uh, but it was something uh, equally like. Unless it was Love Hurts, because that was their big hit besides the other. Besides what I just been. said. I mean, that's you. You talking about Nazareth was what made me think of it. But that might have just been because you brought up a, a 70s thing that I'm not familiar with. And of course that enrages me. <laughs> uh, but again, you're not old enough to. It's, I know. Uh, I, I was kidding about that. I don't care that that doesn't. Nope. Sounds like it enrages you. You don't care. You just you went off on a rant about it. No, no. I mean, minutes. this, really this particular thing, the, the, the video enraged me, but you not knowing Nazareth just now didn't, I didn't care. I see. Uh, uh, by the way, while you, while you look up that information, I will uh, thank everybody for joining us on the uh, live stream yesterday. For the folks that are in the second and third tier, we appreciate you guys joining us. We had a nice, uh, nice, nice group, nice intimate group. Had a nice time, and uh, we also last weekend, uh, we, well, while we took a week off, that we really, we we really weren't off to the listener. They got uh, three episodes as they always do, and. Uh, but the previous, before we went, I didn't have an opportunity to talk about this. We had our, uh, the never not funny fantasy baseball draft and it ah. was, uh, a nice time. We did of course via zoom for safety and, um, uh, it was a nice time. So we'll see what happens and, uh, see, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a league. I, I honestly don't know if I drafted a great team or a horrible team. I, I just, maybe it's right down the middle then. Maybe it's uh maybe it's a solid seventh placer. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but I cannot decide, and I look every single day. The season hasn't even started yet, and I look every day to see if there's any updates on my team. Um, it's Fantasy baseball is interesting in that it is. it reminds me very much. Maybe I brought this up over the years of doing the show. It's very much community theater in that you prep and you get ready for the draft, for fantasy baseball draft, and then it's just over, and then you play the season out. But the draft, you know, it's uh, several hours long and it's an event. And, and then it's just, oh, and it, 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 even, it's even sadder on Zoom because it's like, okay, see ya. <laughs> you shut it down and then you're just kind of alone on your, your desk going, 
okay, I guess that that's over. All that magazine reading and all that prep is done. And okay, now it's over. And then you're kind of depressed. So like I keep looking at the stats because like it, it keeps me tethered to it a little bit. It keeps me connected. And then of course, come Thursday when the season starts, it'll all be. Uh, back in, then I can firmly see my seventh place uh, uh, wrap the team. I, I, this is, may seem like a dumb question, but for when you have like a like a a big deal uh, fantasy league, yes, do you ever do any of them? I mean, I've never experienced this, so I assume this isn't true. But do any of them have like a weekly check in where maybe you do get get on a Zoom call or something like that? You know what, Elliot? Oddly enough, in the old days before the internet, we did. We would have. Uh, once at, at the all-star break, we would have a meeting. We'd get together uh. at a bar or somewhere and have a meeting and, uh, maybe throw trade ideas around. And it was a way to reconnect because otherwise it was just getting on the telephone, mm, but now right. it's email. You can email and, and stay connected and stuff. So believe it or not, there's less interaction now that there's Interesting. more ways to connect. Right. Well, cause, cause you can, you can just easily do your trade. You can easily do everything. So it, yeah, it's, if you it's, never if you never dare to trade and nobody and nobody asks you for any of your players, you would never hear from anybody the entire season. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And there's guys that I don't that I do not hear from. Even in you know in my the league that I've been in since 1993, um, there's guys where I say, I see I say hello at the draft, I say goodbye at the draft, I see him next year, and that's it. Like they're, they're guys that just don't trade. They're yeah. guys that you know they're in, they're invested. They they play their thing, but they're not really traders, or at least they're, maybe they're not with me. Hmm. Uh, they're you icing know. you out. Yeah, I can yeah. be getting nice. There's no question, I can be getting nice. Uh, do you have an update on that uh, quiz? I, I found the video. I kind of just I kind of just want to play it. Like I want I want to play it. Want you to play it. I can play it through the thing, and then why don't we then? Well, you know, what, let's, let's put a pin in that. Okay, Let, let's do that in the oh, uh, oh, second idea. half of the show. Okay, sounds good. Um, because we have not been here for a for a, a week, we have not. Other than we did do the live stream yesterday, but uh, Matt, you uh, you and uh, your family, uh, you, you had some family time. How did that go? It was great. We uh, we went out to Palm Springs, uh, rented an Airbnb for a couple nights, and uh, had a pool, which was nice. The, the Airbnb had a pool. Yes, uh, and and when you go there, was it completely covered in plastic, and you just tore that open to get inside? <laughs> like, how did that work? <laughs> that would have been nice if it, <laughs> it vacuum sealed it for us. No, there, but there, you know, the the owner was very good about communicating, like how they, they, you know, very well. I mean, full cleaning between every. Sure. Here's know. the other thing: it, it it's not going to stay on the couch. You know what I mean? You're not going to sit on a couch and yeah. get it. I mean, I, I know I, I, I do. It definitely you definitely when you go into a place like that, I, I would feel the same way about a hotel. It's like you don't know, you know, obviously, like we've I've been told by scientists that it doesn't work that way, but it's still a little bit like, <laughs> OK, but I, I just trust that they did a good job of cleaning it. And, uh, you know, that we're, we're everyone's doing the right thing. And anyway, it was nice. Uh, you know, uh, we took a couple of hikes and uh, had some different takeout food from what we usually do. <laughs> um, stared at a few different walls than the normal walls that we stare at. That was the right. main, that was the main purpose of it. It was just like, let's uh, have a change of scenery for a few days. Sure. So yeah, it was great. How many, uh, how many bathrooms in this be uh, Airbnb? Two. Yeah. How'd that go? It's great. 
<laughs> double, double the number of bathrooms as our house is fantastic yeah i, I, wow, I was 100%. like today i'm gonna poop in this one <laughs> uh, and how did you now we talked about this uh, yesterday when we recorded a spot for our friends hello tushy uh how did you uh, get by without having a, a bidet uh, at this airbnb I, I was not and and maybe people will hear it in this episode if it gets inserted i'm sure it will but uh I, I cannot go back to the life of not having a bidet. It turns out it's uh, it's it's horrible. I don't I don't know how I lived that way for so long. It's it sucks. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was definitely definitely missing the ass blaster. Um, it is. Uh, I was thinking about that today, about how, uh, you know, I this is the longest I've gone in 30 something years of not going to hotels or anything like that. And yeah. Uh, that is also going to be an odd thing that to mm-hmm. get back into a hotel and mm-hmm. you know where's my ass blaster where's my uh, <laughs> where's my bidet <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it, I don't know what uh, do you think it'll I don't think we'll ever reach a point where it becomes the default thing right no. because too many people are just like too weirded out by it they're but, also not going to invest in it they're not going right. to you know places they don't need to in, yeah it's not yeah. necessary I think I, I think one thing to break when I was a kid uh, we went to England. Um, and I, we stayed at a hotel in England that had a bidet and I remember being like, what the hell? It's just <laughs> yeah. so weird. I, I actually still think it's weirder and completely a, such a crazy waste of space and everything else to have a separate thing. The two-sider? Yeah, like two, a, sep- a, a second it's seat. An, it's efficient, though, because one person goes to the bathroom, then the other person comes in, <laughs> sure. and the first person oh, cleans Jesus. off. Fred, that's my time. Get out of there. <laughs> I don't need to see you walk. I, I, I don't want to. I, I want to get everything done in one spot. I don't need to get up and, and, yeah. and waddle over and have... <laughs> The other weird thing about the the classic bidet that's its own seat is that it never had a seat on it. It's just that's the other. You didn't have a seat. So what you're are supposed you, to squat over? Just it, I guess squat right over it. What that's so weird to me. I'm sure some Europeans going to yell at us in email and you fucking yell away. You moron Americans. <laughs> right they, if this is what you're mad at, they were doing. They were they they had this technology. They figured it out, and for hundreds of years though they did it, and they never figured out that that thing could just be in the same toilet as the toilet you're using. Well, that's why I use Hello Tushy. Go to hellotushy.com slash parlor. Get yourself 10% off and uh, free shipping. I think, is that right? I, am I right about I any of that? I don't remember. Listen to the ad. If, hopefully yeah, the ad plays off, later. Get off my ass about it. Uh, well, I'm glad you had a nice time out there in the Springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am hearing from a lot of people, the, the, the comics that are going on the road, that the uh, hotels have been cleaner than ever. Yeah. And, uh, the, the last thing they want is uh, the lawsuit. They don't want somebody to go, hey, yeah. I caught it here. Well, it's back to the Taco Bell thing. It's like a big chain is going to do it right because they have the resources and because they don't want the the lawsuit. I'm beginning to think the dog next door hates my voice. (laughs) It's quiet every second of the day until we start the show. This is an unfortunate development that just in the last few weeks, suddenly your neighbor's dog is. This is the worst it's been, though. Yeah. Hey, did you adopt out. the dog, Jimmy? Is it in your house now? Dog's right in the house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The dog's right here. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely allergic, but this thing is so goddamn cute <laughs> that we uh, sure. had to, uh, yeah, to bring it in the house. You just mm. have to bring it in. Shut it! Shut it! I can tell you one other thing, although this oh. maybe started before the, the our little vacation break, is uh, we, our family, we started watching uh, One Day at a Time, the reboot, the yes. Netflix version. Uh, and I And I heard this. A lot when it was on, it was on, it started like four years ago, I think is when it came out and I ignored all the, all the feed, all the critics, all the reviews. It is phenomenal. Really? It's so good. I, 
Imp- I was I was waiting for you. I was worried what you were going to say because because no. oh, I enjoyed have you watched it, as it? Well. Uh, dude. Yes, I have. I can't believe it. It's like the perfect. It captures what everything great about classic sitcoms, like the the multi camera live studio audience, like everything that was great about all those Norman Lear shows in the seventies. It has all that, and it has modern good jokes and modern yep. uh, like social issues. Like it it it's like. I think I resisted it because I was just like kind of turned off by the idea. Like most reboots are just kind of like nostalgia trips, but it's not. It's because it's not. the. Yeah. It's a different family in a totally different circumstance. It just uses that that show as a jumping off point for a totally new thing. But it has that vibe that is that I didn't even realize I missed. But it's like, uh, yeah, I just and everybody's so good on it. Oh, my God. Rita Moreno is like incredible. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean. I, I just think everyone, uh, our, everyone our should friend, watch this show. Uh, 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 Stephen Tobolowsky is great on it. Yeah. yeah, he's great on that as well. And if I'm not mistaken, Aaron Foley is a writer on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, good for that I explains mean, it. Yeah. Congratulations to her for doing a great yeah. job. It's uh, I've, I've, we're not done. We're like on season two or something now. But uh, have, that's finally petered out all of its second lives. Yeah, they were yeah. trying. You know, there were petitions and all that stuff when Netflix canceled it, but. I don't think anything came of it. It's kind of a shame. I, I was I was sad when I heard that because because they were doing some good stuff. Four, I mean, four seasons is a pretty good run. Uh, Everything's got to end, fellas. Yeah, Although, and that's why I'm here to announce this. <laughs> oh, what now? <laughs> I know. I probably shouldn't spring this on you guys like this. But it's a uh, weird way to bring it up. It's like breaking up with somebody in a restaurant. This is the only <laughs> way to do this in the middle of the show. It's got. You know what? We'll finish the show, of course. But this is. Uh, this, uh, oh, so you'll let us finish this episode? <laughs> Great. This episode. Uh, it'll be you know, my people, la- like my last day at Conan. Uh, well, do I do today? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're here. I guess so. If you want to, I guess they're paying me for today. I there's there's a lot. We hear a lot about people not liking. Um, uh, proposals on uh, on the whatever this the cam is at uh, sports stadiums. Yeah, kiss cam. The kiss cam. What uh, has anybody broken up with somebody that way? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I would I would imagine, unbeknownst to us, they have when it shows up and then uh, you get the face. Yeah, that uh, when it's a proposal and they didn't want to be asked in a public venue. Right. Like, hey, I don't I don't think I knew you. Bye bye. <laughs> Right? That's a private thing. Get that off the big screen. Propose yeah. privately, yeah. you assholes. I was always weirded out, too, at a comedy club. They'd go, hey, somebody wants to propose before you go up into your set tonight. No. Why? Why does that no. person want to do that? <laughs> Could we not do that? I would love to know the, the statistic, the, the get some data on the, uh, the outcomes of marriages that started with a public proposal yeah. versus a, just a regular private proposal i don't know which is regular i don't know which is more i was i assume the non videotaped version of a proposal is more common but i i also because I, I would love to know like if you just take the me like what's the average the, like i think 50 percent of marriages end in divorce or something like that so is it more or less when somebody when it starts out with a proposal at a baseball game or something interesting you gotta look and see if there's a way to to find that on the world wide web i don't well, know I did find an article that is, is public proposal more likely to lead to divorce? Okay. Wow. <laughs> it's just right That's there. Exactly what I'm Does asking. it quote this episode? <laughs> is it, is it yeah, somebody it's a, It does, and it's from 2018. So that's, I mean, oh, this report oh, really you know what? Our guest will be, have something to say about this. Terry Carnation from Dark Air probably knows a little something about Creepy. time travel. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, we have to tell the story of... Uh, the uh, Randy Travis Wikipedia page. Oh, goodness. I'm so confused by that because when I went to the Wikipedia page, it was still there. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, me too. So what's going on, Gary? Gary, walk people through what uh, what you sent to us and where you uh, where you received this and so on and so forth. I actually saw this on the fan group page. Somebody posted it and I didn't believe it was real. <laughs> I thought it was someone had photoshopped it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I went and looked it up and it it <laughs> it is there. Okay. It's, but I didn't see it. It's on the Randy Travis page. No, it's on the page for that. That particular album has its own Wikipedia page. Oh, I see. There we go. Okay. So it's still on the Randy Good Travis album. page, but it's not on the uh, I, I see. What's okay. The, what's the name of that album? Always, Always and forever, forever, I want to say. So, so Gary, that, Gary, please explain, read what uh, is on that page so that we're well, not dancing Well, we have to tell us. the backstories that a long, like seasons ago, Jimmy said that you, uh, that his second favorite album of 1987 was Always and Forever by Randy Travis and made a big deal about, <laughs> you made fun of yourself for like how self-important yes. it was to like make this list and, and pronounce that that was the second best album of 1987. Is that the right year, by the way? I, I don't know the answer to that. Okay. 1987 uh, is accurate. Yes. I want to okay. say 87, though. So, <laughs> so, I don't know if we explicitly said to the audience, do this, or if someone just took it upon themselves to edit the Wikipedia page for that album to say, this is Jimmy Pardo's second favorite album of 1987. And then we found out about that and thought it was funny. And then recently it came up and I was like, oh, I was telling my kids that story. And then I saw that. I went to, I, it turns out I went to the wrong page. I think I just went to Randy Travis's page and I couldn't, I couldn't find that. And I was like, oh, I, I guess someone took it down. So I mentioned that on the show in the last few weeks. And then Garen, what happened after that? Well, just very quickly, Garen, in the last seven years that that's been happening, it's been on, it's been off. They, right. Somebody deletes it, then somebody re-adds it. <laughs> right. So it's been on and off. And it always says the thing about it, it's Jimmy Pardo's second favorite after Don Dixon's Romeo and Juilliard, <laughs> uh, which is number one. And uh, to which if I'm a Randy Travis fan and I read that, it's like two things. I would go, oh, that's interesting. And then just move on with my life. Mm-hmm. Or I would go, why do I give a shit what this comedian thinks? And I would still move on with my life. Mm-hmm. Right. So either way, that, yeah, like I if I saw sense. that about a Chicago album, uh, you know, oh, uh, comedian Tom Dreesen loves this album. Great. Okay. Good for him. <laughs> you move on. Uh, but uh, so after many, many years of this happening, Garen, what ha- what happened? Well, somebody took the third option, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is to leave me a direct note on the talk page of this album, which I didn't even know existed. So what does that so if mean? You go, what does a talk you, page mean? I don't know what that means. I, I guess it's where they just leave notes like the editors leave notes for each other or something. But if you go to the, the uh, always and forever Wikipedia page at the top, it says article and then it says talk. So if okay. you click oh. talk, scroll down, you'll find a message to Garen Cockrell of Never Not Funny. <laughs> All <Yep>. right. <laughs> Garen with two R's, by the way. Oh, incorrect. <laughs> I mean, that's that's closer than most of our guests get, so you can't yeah, be mad true. about that. <laughs> Ellie, will you send a little this. note there for us? Yes, sir. I was about Thank to do you. that. All right. I'm going to read it really quickly. Please stop using this wiki page to promote your dad's podcast. <laughs> Attaboy, son. <laughs> we are not going to update every album page on the site every time some podcaster says a certain album is one of their favorites. I know you are a comedy podcast, and because you are still a teenager, you feel the need to do what Mr. Pardo demands. But get your own wiki for inside jokes. That's not what Wikipedia is for, and it's certainly, all caps, not funny. Wow. <laughs> so this is so the question is this is a Randy Travis this is the person that that edits the Randy Travis page or this is is it somebody from Wikipedia uh, 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 reprimanding what well, who is this uh, it, it's it's uncredited 
Oh, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's no, no one, no one, I mean, people work for Wikipedia, but the the editors don't work for Wikipedia. They're just basically volunteers. There's just some other person like Garen who they may, they may spend a lot more time. But they didn't, but they also didn't delete it from Travis's page. It's still there. Yeah. Like I'm looking at it right now. It is there. One wonders if it was deleted and then has been since undeleted by somebody else oh god we're gaslighting this person (laughs) uh well listen it's very important people know it's my second favorite album of 87 um should i just edit it and just put g-a-r-o-n asterisk at the bottom of it (laughs) oh can you edit the message yes you can edit the talk page apparently oh my god yeah you can like I could edit it right now. All right, yeah, you have to you have to correct the spelling. That's absolutely true. I mean, I, I, I just be great. I just wrote great. Got it, Garen. <laughs> correct spelling. Uh, well, listen, son. I think you're doing a great job. Uh, we need all the pub that we could get. We're obviously getting a lot of the country listener. Uh, <laughs> just the one of them. The Randy Travis person's coming over. Uh, Here's the crazy thing. I I'm not even. I do have a a, a Wiki, Wikipedia account. I am not logged in, and I just edited that message. Like you, I corrected. You're able to Garrett's edit without going. logging in. That's weird. Yeah. That shouldn't be possible. I'm not sure. Maybe this talk thing is different. But why? I, that's so bizarre. And again, I don't. I, 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 to that point, uh, our Wikipedia page, never not funny one, is uh, uh, the person again update updates the the guests every week, but uh, stopped updating other things in 2017. That thing could use a whole uh, refresh, a nice refresh <laughs> on there. If anybody's interested in uh, <coughs> doing that, maybe this Randy Jimmy, Travis editor will take it on. <laughs> you know what? They seem to know how to handle themselves. Yeah. Very cut to cut to we we look at our never not funny thing and it's all Randy Travis. <laughs> Randy Travis enjoyed Jimmy Pardo in it. National twenty seven oh two is Randy Travis's favorite episode of the podcast. <laughs> uh, right after the one with so and so. All right, listen, let's take a break. Uh, we'll be back. Terry Carnation is joining us. Terry, of course, is the uh, host of Dark Air with Terry Carnation, his uh, the radio show as well as the podcast that uh, is, uh, just dropped, uh, just came out, and uh, this is where kind of. Uh, chronicles his life as well as uh, 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 behind the scenes of his radio show as well as uh, on the air and so on and so forth. So we'll be back with Terry Carnation right after this. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me. And you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know. And I, all I can do is apologize. But I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. Right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um 
I've been kept out of the loop on that uh, because um, you're kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much as you rave about it, you don't want to know. About I don't want to know. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just no. want to see the, uh, the the results. Right. That's what I want. And, and also, I don't know if illegally I can get away with this, but it's so easy to Shopify. Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Very uh, organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And... uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2807. Uh, joining us, as I mentioned before we went to the break, is uh, from the uh, show Dark Air with Terry Carnation, and now the new podcast that uh, chronicles his life behind the scenes, as well as the show itself, uh, the broadcasting legend, uh, Terry Carnation. Hello, Terry. Hello, James. Nice to see you. It's, Hello, it's nice to see you, uh, Terry. Uh, uh, now, listen, this is interesting. Uh, uh, I grew up listening to uh, Art Bell and, mm. and, and guys like that. Who's the who, What was the name of the guy that took out? Uh, took over? George Nori. George Nori. Thank you, Terry. Mm. Now, are you are you uh, something I was uh, and then listen to your show as well. Are mm-hmm. you friendly with the were you friendly with those guys? Are you in competition with those guys? Where do you land? Well, you, you're you're familiar with the word frenemy. Yeah, I am. Yes, sir. <laughs> so there's a little bit of feminization going on there. Um, art, uh, God rest his his soul, his immortal soul. So you believe he did pass away. You don't think this is another one of Art's uh, publicity stunts where he uh, says that he, they say that he died and then he's going to show up in a trailer uh, outside of uh, Harumph. He could be in the same old folks home with JFK and Elvis as we speak. I I don't know. I'm open to that possibility. But um, I have to assume that the death certificate was correct in that Art Bell has passed on. But may he live forever, James. uh... the, the, The width and depth and breadth of his of his radio library. It's it's astonishing. It's enormous. 
And so I've kind of danced around this a little bit The uh, in, in bringing up Art Bell and George Norrie. Your show is very similar in that you, you talk about ghosts, you talk about the occult, you talk about conspiracy theories, right? I, I stay away from conspiracy theories. I think that's a little bit more in the in the realm of the Alex Jones and the Wes Popoviches. Um, but yes, the supernatural, uh, certainly the paranormal, mm-hmm. um, anything involving an, an alien probing a human, which, by the way, <laughs> since we're on a comedy podcast, what's the deal with aliens and human anuses? <laughs> I, I, I can't on. answer that, Terry. <laughs> They, they seem to be obsessed with the human fecal hole. <laughs> and in all of your years of doing the research on this, you don't know why E.T. is going I, for the ass. I have no idea. Why is an, anal, why is an alien probe never oral? You never hear, I was taken by the aliens, I was, I was beamed up to the ship, they opened my mouth very wide and put a scope in there. No, that's never what happens. You know what? You bring up a great point because now in dealing with COVID and getting COVID tests, uh, we are getting it uh, either via saliva or up the nose. But the Mm. alien has never chosen to go that route. However, in China, they do COVID tests anally. They do do it that way in China. There's a connection perhaps between the Chinese and the alien. (laughs) I don't mean to be I mean, don't mean to be disrespectful. We're in a time of great sensitivity, especially uh, racism against the Asian people. But why do the Chinese take anal um anal covid tests maybe maybe it's a stronger test more accurate test mm-hmm. I, I i don't know i'm, I'm open a, to it what about the off ignored urethra <laughs> <laughs> i can't i apologize for laughing at uh, at your uh, great point but uh i'm gonna quote myself uh i don't like it <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you uh, uh elliot here uh, uh terry is not a fan of the uh, of the anal probe he's had the uh oh yeah oh right the urethra my apologies you you have yeah. had that i have had i have had uh, things in my urethra and i did not like it i you know i didn't mind it all that much i welcomed it you know what uh, in, fact, in fairness i hadn't been on television in a while so i welcome any sort of camera near me it's so. like a teeny tiny man vagina <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, it is, Terry. Uh, now, Terry, uh, where, where, did, where does Terry Carnation land? I, 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 I'm certainly not trying to compare you to Alex Jones and the other person you mentioned. Uh, but in this, these COVID times, where are you landing on vaccines and uh, uh, COVID in general? Some folks say it's a hoax. Uh, others, of course, are believing science. Where do you land, sir? Well, again, <clears throat> James, my uh, point of view is really not what's important here. I am a lubricant on the conversation of the nation uh, having to do with anything paranormal, supernatural, etc. Sometimes, occasionally, it borders into the conspiratorial. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, uh, so my opinion really is not important. However, I will say that, have you ever seen a virus? Have you ever seen a virus under a microscope? Just what they've shown me on television. It, it is a horrific creature. It, it does not fit into anything um, that has been uh, evolved on planet Earth. I truly believe that if you're going to go to the conspiracy around COVID, then you need to go even, you need to cast an even wider net and look at the conspiracy around viruses themselves. Where do they come from? They're not even sentient. They're, they're not even, they're, not, they're certainly not bacterium. They're reproducing oh, no, proteins. They, they have a, an entire, entirely alien set of rules. They can live for a very long time, longer than any other any other kind of living creature. And some some scientists say they aren't even alive. Would you say the virus is the cockroach of the medical world? 
I don't know. Who, anybody, who are you asking? I don't know. <laughs> anybody, that, anybody that's interested in answering it? <laughs> I think that's an excellent question. Yeah, I'm going to go with yes. Thank you, Terry. Thank, <laughs> thanks to somebody analogy. for jumping in and answering me. I don't know. Elliot it, all of a sudden seemed to be the it, expert. It kind of seemed always, like Elliot was the one who should have answered that. I don't know why. I know. He stared I, at me I, like I've never asked a question before. I, I, I understand I, Terry looking at me like I'm an idiot <laughs> because I'm a, I'm a jackass. But Elliot, you, I, you know I, I'm I apologize. I was deferring to our guest. A uh, guy was just throwing in a, a piece of information that I'd learned. I, I I was deferring to the guest too. Uh, but again, I was following up on your statement. <laughs> I, you know what? I apologize. I didn't, I'll accept uh, it. I uh, see from looking at the Zoom screen that this is a place where middle-aged white men go to die. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are. We are well on our way. There's no doubt about it. You nailed it, Terry. Uh, now, Terry, how long have you been? For those that don't know, the radio show Dark Air with Terry Carnation has been on for how long? Have you been broadcasting? 32 years. 32 years. That's wow. correct. And in all that time, you've had many an expert on. You've had many uh, uh, a denier on. Uh, yes. Uh, what, uh, what, what was the thing that, uh, that shocked you the most when you found out, uh, you know, uh, something we may not have believed was actually real? Well, I would say uh, mosquitoes being robots is not something that <laughs> I would have ever believed previous to hosting Dark Air. But the evidence is, it's staggering. It is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I have to... Microchip uh, implants, uh, every time you're bitten by a mosquito, is, it's an astonishing uh, work of, I guess you could call it science. Wow, I, I, again, I, I must have missed I that know. episode of your show, because I, uh, I did not hear that. James, have you ever experienced something seemingly inexplicable? Uh, you know what, Terry, it's funny you mentioned that one time I was, uh, there's a place near where I grew up called Bachelors Grove Cemetery. This is and it's considered one of the most haunted places in the country. Mm. And it's on, it's on the south side of the street, the cemetery. And on the north side is another forest, what we call forest preserves in the Chicagoland area. And so on the, I'm, I'm heading eastbound on the street and I slam on my brakes because a car goes from one side of the street to the other. It darts in front of me. And then I slam on the brakes, I look over, and where this car was driving to, there was a chain across the entrance to the park, meaning it was some sort of a ghost car. Uh, I've come to find out that that is a thing that uh, other people have seen this ghost car. So I guess my answer is yes, Terry. Wait, now let's, let's back this up. Are you saying that a spectral automobile drove through a physical chain? That's what I'm saying. Yes, exactly. I, I slammed my brakes on thinking, holy shit, there's a car darting across the street. Yet when I looked, a chain was across. So, yes, uh, there's no way an actual vehicle could have gone through that. I have a larger question, though. How yes, is sir. the Chicagoland area doing at preserving its forests? Uh, I think they're doing a fine job. They, uh, uh, they, well, they chain it up at night to keep people out. Well, I've, so. been, I've been there. There's not many forests. There's like three. Uh, I think you're in the wrong area. This is uh, out in the suburbs. There's beautiful forest preserves. Beautiful preserves. Right. Beautiful. Have you ever been to Bachelor Grove Cemetery? Is that a, have you visited this place at all, Terry? Or, uh, there's too many places for you to visit. You can't get to them all. Um, I can't. I've never been to the Bachelor Grove Cemetery. No, I'm sorry. But I, I think that I will put this on my agenda to go track down the ghost car of Bachelor Grove Cemetery. Is it anywhere near Downers Grove? Uh, it's not that far from Downers Grove, but it's also not very close. Maybe, you know, maybe a 20 minute drive. Okay. All right. um, uh, that ghost car probably can make it in better time, but uh, it would take, take us about 20 minutes. <laughs> right, it could that. just go through all the buildings and everything, anything in the way. It would just make a straight beeline. Matt, he doesn't have to stop for anything. The guy just keeps moving, right? He's like yes. a, a subway. 
there was a ghost bus in Harry Potter. I wonder if there's some connection. Hmm. Um, you know, I never saw or read those, so I, 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 I don't know. I'll, I'll look me. into it. I'm more than happy to look into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Why? Uh, the, the crazy thing is that I always thought ghosts were the spirit of dead people, but cars are not living. Uh, but I think the driver is. I think the drive. Well, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. But the car. Is, is, but that 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 opens up a new question, which is. Is this registration? <laughs> yes. How do, you, sure. how do you register a ghost, the ghost car? The ghost that's DMV. A very, that's a very good very, question. Is there a ghost DMV? How does this? <laughs> if you need repairs, how? It opens up so many more it questions. It really does. Yeah. Apologies, Matthew. No, that's okay. I, well, that, those are all great questions. What I was going to ask is. Is this somehow connected to the world of the movie Cars, the Cars franchise? Because hmm. in the movies, those cars seem to be sentient and living. And so if you saw a ghost in that world, that would make sense because they're alive. But our, the cars in our time are are not living things. But maybe the ghost that used the ghost car you saw, Jimmy, might have been a time traveling ghost car from the distant future where cars from, takes from place. From a Pixar movie? Yeah, yeah. Because we all know that takes place 30,000 years in the future after mankind has passed away, but they've gone extinct, but, we, but our, we've uploaded our consciousness into vehicles so that we can travel around. Terry, your and, thoughts? Uh, yes. Um, I'd like to do a little improvisation. James, I know you improvise. Ghost Car, to me, sounds like a song by Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers. And go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about Jonathan Richmond. I can't... Uh, uh, I, I can do it. How about Ghost Ride by... Uh, I'll do it by, by Foghat. Ghost Ride. Do, 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 do. See, that's Slow Ride by Foghat. Okay. That's uh, more classic rock. <laughs> I'm more of a classic rock guy, Terry. Jonathan Richmond is classic. Well, I dare uh, you. Uh, but I don't know if he necessarily fits into uh, my uh, bookends. Of <laughs> your narrow world <laughs> of Between classic rock. Between Foghat and... The Guess Who? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those would be two that I would... Uh, uh, I, started, uh, I started my career as a, uh, as a uh, classic rock uh, disc jockey in Buffalo. How did you make the leap then from classic rock broadcasting to this uh, dark air uh, that you do these days? It's really quite simple. Uh, my show ended at 11 p.m. Uh, there was a gentleman named, I believe it was Gary Nougat, um, he had the paranormal show on the Buffalo State College radio after mine. And um, I went to, well, I was indisposed in the bathroom taking a, well, I was taking a, a mammoth shit. Got it. And um, when I came out, Gary Nougat was dead at the control panel. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone we did- lost Nougat? Nougat went down for the count. He's up where Art Bell in the old folks' home in the paranormal sky. And oh, my goodness. I needed to take his now cold chair, pulled his body from the chair, took over the control panel, and the rest is history. You never looked Oddly back. Oddly enough, I, um, I became so passionately involved in the calls and in the show itself, I forgot to call 911 so, <laughs> until, the, until the cleaning woman came in at 6 a.m. that uh, poor Gary's body was dragged off to the morgue. But what a way to start a career, am I right? I think so. I mean, you know, it's the old adage, the show must go on, and you, uh, you certainly saw the opportunity, and you took it. Thank you. Who Hit took yes. your spot? Do you remember who uh, ended up taking the, the, the show before yours? Uh, that's an excellent question. I believe it was a young uh, disc jockey um, by the name of... Um, Casey Kasem. Oh, boy. That's where um, Casey got his... Wait, how, how old are you, Terry? 
<laughs> okay. All right. Listen, keep it close to the vest. Good call. You, you know what? You don't want to let the secret get out. Terry, can I share with you my favorite Art Bell moment? Are you comfortable with me doing that? Uh, yes, please. I, I uh, greatly respect Art Bell. I have shared this many a time on this show, and I, and I, I love it. So a, a caller calls into Art and tells Art, uh, Art, I live in a house, and it's haunted by a ghost. What do you think I should do? And Art says... I'd get out of that house. And the guy goes, why? And he said, I, I don't want to live with a ghost. And it is the single-handedly, the greatest segment in the history of that guy's show. Loved it. And he's right. Why and would you right. choose to live with a ghost? Unless there were some perks. Unless, unless the ghost let you use his ghost car. Right? Mm. I don't think he is. I don't, mm. think, I don't think he's letting you go shotgun. Yeah. I, but, I, or, or just borrow it. Just yeah. like, hey, can I take it just down to the liquor store, please? Right, well, you, no, no. <laughs> it's a Scooby-Doo ghost. <laughs> what? And by the way, I like how you you just assume this guy's a drunk. He's, he's, he needs to go down to the liquor store and uh, he doesn't have his own license, doesn't have his own car, probably take it away. Single men living alone with ghosts. One makes some assumptions. Yeah, right. That's one not. hammered. Uh, now, Terry, the, the, the podcast, uh, walk us through what that is. It, it, I know it, 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 from the PR uh, sheet that I got, it includes snippets from your show, but it also, uh, it, almost like reality show style, follows you around a little bit, right? Or am I misunderstanding it? Um, I, uh, yes. So, very good. It, uh, parts of the show are <clears throat> behind the scenes in the life of Terry Carnation. As you know, I've been off the radio waves for the past three years. Yeah. Uh, due to the tragic loss of my wife, um, Zelon. And this is uh, documenting my return to the airwaves, uh, a sneak peek, peeling the onion behind the scenes in the life of Terry Carnation, as twere. And as well, we feature the calls and the call-in and the hijinks and the hullabaloo of working at KSB Radio on, a, on our midnight dark air call-in show. So it's a, it's a panoply of wonderment. Uh, and, and, and the podcast itself uh, drops uh, April 1st. That's correct. Uh, so this but way it's today. No, it's, it's no April Fool's joke, I, I assure you. There's 15 magnificent episodes oh, wow, with some of the finest comedic minds of our generation. And when uh, I say that I lost my wife, I truly lost her. Um, Tijuana is it is a terribly laid out city it's not on a grid or anything like that there's lots of crowds it's incredibly difficult i see to once separated to so she is it's not, not passed like away. they have a police station like where do you go like oh, i'll meet you at the at the kiosk there's no kiosks so you there's just no kiosks in tijuana that should be on a t-shirt uh but listen that's your merchandise and not ours uh i, I, I gotta assume that this dark air you you have some merchandise right some shirts bumper stickers that sort of thing i need, I need to get on i need to get the merch i need to get a merch table <laughs> i mean now, I just do it online right? about your podcast occasionally occasionally it's not funny no 100 percent, 100 percent, always funny Occasionally, when, just a few little dribs and drabs, not I, so funny. I think occasionally is being generous. I think <laughs> it's very often uh, not funny. Often think, not funny might yeah. be a better, uh, a more apt title for your for your podcast. Well, Terry, if you want to read some of the reviews on iTunes, they can certainly uh, confirm that for you. <laughs> they're more they're, they're more than happy to let us know. More like never, uh, more like never funny. Oh, you're funny. You're interesting. Uh, Terry, now, people like to listen to podcasts while they're on the treadmill. They like to listen to while they're on a walk. Maybe their commute, mm -hmm. which people are not commuting very often these days. Mm -hmm. uh, how long is each episode of, the, of the, this podcast? 
It's about 40, 45 minutes each episode. Quick. I think uh, Dark Air is an excellent episode to listen to while giving birth. Oh, Jesus. Well, it's uh, very, really, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, and uh, have you had experience with somebody listening to like a, uh, a preview while they've given birth? Did you, uh, did you have evidence to this or just an idea on your part? You know, I just from, from hard labor to the severing of the umbilical cord, it's usually about 45 minutes. And I see. It's a perfect time for a podcast. Put it on your Bluetooth speaker and crank it up and everyone can enjoy from the, from the, from the, lowliest nurse to the custodian to the to the newborn infant oh surely the, the newborn's <laughs> gonna love everyone it. uh do you have children yourself terry alas i do not salon oh. and i um we did not have uh, we did not conceive i'm sorry i did, did not didn't bring it up oh. Hello. Oh, what? all right. Uh, terry uh, I, I assume that that means it's time for you to go is that why you're putting your shades on <laughs> you're good Oh, you're uh, good. Oh, you're yeah. Quick. Well, I, I'm pretty good on picking up social uh, social uh, cues. signals. That's yeah. not what your wife says. <laughs> oh, how, dare wow. how dare you, sir? Oh, my God. How dare you? We invite you on this program, and you insult me. Well, I haven't even begun. Okay, well, maybe it is time for uh, to cut you loose, then. Maybe it's time to... Uh, the, the name of the show is Dark Air with Terry Carnation. It drops it's, uh, wherever you get your did podcasts. You, did you join the military just for the haircut and then unenlist? <laughs> Boom! Uh, roasted. I am going to roast. I'm going to roast uh, all of you. Oh, uh, go ahead. All right, hit everybody up, Terry. Go ahead. Roast everybody. Matt Belknap. What did? Meet America threw up and, and what? made you, <laughs> Elliot. Okay, that's all I got. Okay, well, stop, Terry. But Karen, Karen Cockrell is, is a completely fictitious name, by the way. <laughs> right. Um, like Gary Nougat. Oh, poor Gary. Whoa, wait. What? Poor Gary. I'm, I will admit, I made up the name Gary Nougat. I couldn't remember his name. Uh, okay, okay, well, that's fair. But I do like the name Gary Nougat. I think it's I, wonderful. I, I, yeah. Sorry, I know you're, I know you got to get out of here, but I did have a... a I don't, I don't want to make you uncomfortable or probe, but the circumstances of th- that man's death seem a little bit suspicious was there ever a, a police investigation okay uh, thank you so much for having me james thank okay. you gentlemen thanks for having me on the show uh, the po- um, uh, i'm the afraid po- i have to oh that's my phone's ringing you can't hear it because <laughs> it's it's on vibrate that yes. makes sense hello hello okay, i'm just getting off right now all right okay. the gentleman's name is terry carnation the name of the program is dark air with terry carnation it drops uh, anywhere you get your podcasts uh 15 episodes and uh, uh, his words, not mine. Uh, some of the greatest comic minds are on this thing. Uh, so check it out. There, uh, Dark Air with Terry Carnation. Uh, and we'll be back more after this. We got Oliver's trivia question. Uh, we got that, uh, that 80s music thing we got going. We'll do all that when we come back. Terry, thank you for being here. Ghost car, Jonathan Richmond, ghost car. <laughs> I'm going for a ride in a ghost car. Going for a ride. Gonna go far. Ooh. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Terry Carnation's on Twitter, at Terry Carnation. Also check out at Dark Air. Uh, That refers to his new podcast, Dark Air with Terry Carnation. Check it out if you like Art Bell. If you ever wondered what uh, the life of a guy who does a uh, a radio show about um, the unknown, the unexplainable, uh, UFOs, uh, aliens, um, you know, all, all the crazy stuff, the ghosts, things that we can't explain... 
that's what Terry Carnation's all about. So check him out wherever you can find him. Uh, the new, the first episode of Dark Air drops April first. So please check it out wherever you get podcasts. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. He's also at Flappers Comedy on April sixteenth, seven p.m. Pacific Time show. You can watch or uh, join in and even uh, talk to Jimmy. Maybe request a bit. Uh, get involved in some crowd work possibly by going to flapperscomedy.com and uh, going to the calendar there. You can buy your tickets online and then join the Zoom from anywhere in the world and enjoy Jimmy's comedy on April 16th. So do that. Also, please enjoy Jimmy's records and tapes. The uh, season two finale is up now, I believe. If you go to uh, youtube.com slash nevernotfunny, you'll find all the episodes of Jimmy's records and tapes. And if you want to see more of them, then uh, please share it and uh, leave a comment. Let us know how much you enjoy it. All that good stuff. That helps us a lot. Please do that and enjoy. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Yeah. Ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the – wild animal vet yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier oh okay uh i, I think people I, I think they like the sound of pet vet it does sound fun it is fun to say i get it uh but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun so uh, that's a good point yeah why are they yeah. why are they being uh capricious or uh silly with their very you know, serious issue you know capricious say <laughs> uh now listen this is here's the important thing Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolve bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now uh listen this is you you know this uh, belknap and and hokeberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact garen cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it i we, mean who wouldn't like it once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old yo gabba gabba song try it you'll like it i never was on board with yo gabba gabba <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in I, I the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? 
like before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. Sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. They got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2807. That was uh, Terry Carnation. Uh, the show, of course, is called Dark Air with Terry Carnation, available wherever you get your podcasts. I meant to ask him, we ran out of time, I meant to ask him uh, you know, how much he was into pop culture mm. and if he followed anything in that world, because I, I know in there, the pandemic, a lot of people uh, binged The Office, and I wonder if he had seen any of that. <laughs> good, good question. That, that and I, meant a... to, I meant to ask him that. I'm not going to lie to you, I'm pissed off I forgot to. Yeah. Would have liked to see Terry's response to <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that gets into network uh, sitcoms. Uh, it seems like nothing's network anymore, man. Everything's streaming. I just mean like you know anything that originated from a yeah. major. Uh, I I can't imagine he has a television. <laughs> oh boy, that, that's a good point. Might that's be a, a little worried point. about what the the radiation might do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I mean, I know he's not a conspiracy guy, but at the same time, you know, right? You can't be uh, too careful. Mm-hmm. Safety first. That's what we're exactly. Here. Protect your brain. Uh, all right, listen, uh, uh, welcome back to the program. We got Oliver's trivia question to get to, uh, so why don't I give you guys the topic on that? Yeah. Oh, and uh, we can get oh, to uh, that and see if anybody uh, wins money. And uh, there we go. Oh, no. Uh, just got an email from Terry Carnation, so uh, that, oh, that's uh, nice. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah. you're on his mailing list now. Yeah. Look out. Really. Um, boy, I did, I, we talked about it many times. I used to love, as a road comic i used to love art bell and on at night and you know while i didn't you know obviously i thought everything he was talking about was nuts yeah it still was like hey this is a great three hours of getting killed at two in the morning as i'm driving yeah yeah I, me too i'm not when i was driving but i when we were on family road trips or whatever i would always be like turn on this find art bell right it, i love i loved it and that's i was telling these guys i started doing something like that on twitch it's i'm not getting calls yet but that's what we're doing we're doing that same kind of Art Bell, like Loveline, weird call. Where, where can people get this, Garen? Oh, Jimmy, thank you for asking. You can find me at <laughs> twitch.tv slash my name is Garen. All right. Listen, and uh, d- d- uh, who shows up? Uh, the bearded Garen or the uh, the, uh, the clean-shaven Garen? <laughs> uh, r- you know, you get both depending on the time. Right now, bearded Garen's going to show up probably for at least another week or so until it becomes unbearably itchy. But, <laughs> of course, if that passes, it might stick around longer. Yeah. You just gotta, you gotta, uh, I, I can never make it that far. I, it drives me nuts. And it's like, fuck it. I'm going to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even, talk about myself. you haven't even uh, acknowledged that uh, both Elliot and myself have uh, haircuts since the last I, time. We, I was going to acknowledge it, but then our, our guest uh, joined us. And, uh, <laughs> but you guys have both cut your hair very, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Elliot's more than Matt, uh, very tight. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very happy with mine. It looks good. They both do, look yeah. good. They both look like good haircuts. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I assume you both did them yourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
it took uh, took it always takes way too long and then it reminds me i should just do it more often because when you wait six months and then try to do it it's just like laborious to to buzz long longer hair is harder to buzz off um so i should just do it once a month or something but uh can never be bothered (laughs) do you have your wife do your neck for you yes yeah you have to got it got to do it Uh, i had oliver do it the last time i sat down the edge of the uh uh, bathtub and had him yes uh, do it uh, with the uh, the one and the two then the three kind of blending it up the one the two the three <laughs> so so I'm gonna I'm gonna risk this I obviously I don't have a spouse so I don't have anybody to assist me so let's see how I did okay mm. what if it's just bleeding oh my god <laughs> oh Jesus Christ Elliot actually it's pretty good that looks pretty good it looks pretty good yeah thank Why you now, now I can look at it what's that why don't you ask Gary to help <laughs> Gary? Uh, yeah, remember Gary? The your neighbor? Gary's the name you the, gave your, oh, uh, tenant. your uh, tenant. See, I'd forgotten. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure I would trust uh, Gary with that uh, task. I'm, uh... Have you literally not had another human being in your apartment in 12 months? Um, not 100% true. There was the guy who came in to install Starry. Mm-hmm. And then I think I had... I had a, my toilet needed to be fixed. And Starry, of course, is your built-in sex doll. <laughs> it's just, it's, yeah. not, it's a wall-mounted well, sex doll. I, her name's Stargold, but. <laughs> you call it Starry? Short. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Of course. Uh, all right. Good piece of business. Matt, you've not had a human being in your, in your house at all. No. Other than family. Oh, wait, Other no. You, you, you had some uh, furnace or something. Didn't you have. Uh... That guy did not come in the house. Uh, the, yeah. the HVAC, uh, he needed, he just, it's just on the roof. He just went up there. And oh, your unit's on the roof, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, neat. Um, and so, yeah, he went up there, and then uh, we talked on the cell phone. He told me to turn this on, told me if it's doing this or whatever. Uh, yeah, I literally don't think there's been a human being in our house in 12 months. Wow. Other we, than uh, the four of us. We leave the front and back door open and just let people use this as a pathway. So, uh, <laughs> well, they got to get to Taco Bell. <laughs> got to get to that belt, man. Got to get to the bell. <laughs> and, and everybody, and everybody, as they're walking, they're like, what are you doing? They're like, we just said, fuck it, we're going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that should be their new ad campaign. Fuck it, I'm going to Taco Bell. Fuck it, I'm going to Taco Bell. Um, all right, listen, uh, Garen, tell me what numbers I cannot use here, please. Uh, you cannot use 7, 9, 14, 17, 18, and 21. We Seven, should all nine, be keeping 14. a list. Yeah, 17, I, 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 was, I was panicking because I thought I'd lost mine, but here it is. Yeah, I, uh, mine would take a second to, to pull up. And I didn't, On the uh, computer? I thought it was just easier to ask Aaron. Uh, all right, here's your topic, guys. Uh, again, this is uh, Elliot's uh, friend Oliver's uh, trivia question. Um, <laughs> do, we have a, do we have a theme song for this? We, got the, we do, oh, yeah. yeah. Of course we do. I apologize for not being more on top of that. Uh, which, I guess this one. Oh, you know what? Do we? This guy sent a. Th- Remember how we we he sent us the song and he was like, "It's a little too long," uh, and you said it was a little too long, and then he sent a shorter one. And you were like, "God, uh, I really miss the miss some of the elements of that longer one." But it was yep. so he sent a third one. Okay, uh, if you would just indulge me while I pull it up. All right. Uh, it's gonna it take- turns out that it uh, I, uh, while it seems long, that longer version. Uh, it's, I like it. I like the. It's, uh, it's I mean, ev- first of all, it's the Bee Gees, so it's a great effing tune, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's about uh, my show. So how could I not like that combo? Right. Uh, let's see. Found. What is that? All right, he's looking it up, but again, uh, I cannot be betting seven, nine, fourteen, seventeen, eighteen, just, or twenty-one. What is this? 
Uh, I, I, don't know. I don't know computer. what you're looking at. I don't know who you're talking to. What? I just I found a file that I don't know what it is. Just play it. See what happens. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. It's just you admitting you were murder. Get ready. Write your question oh, down. Oh, yeah. Hey, Oliver Griffin. Uh, Oliver's question of the week. Oliver's question of the week. Oliver's trivia question. Sometimes Timmy is very proud. Hey, question. Boy, that's that's neither shorter or longer. That sounds uh, completely like a completely different song. So that uh, I believe is from Robert Bird. Is that Bird? Yeah. Um, so that, let's just have that be the theme this week. <laughs> All right, there we go. There's our theme. That's Robert Bird's theme. Uh, it, it sounds like it, uh, some production values were put in that. We thank you, Robert. We thank as we thank all the birds. I like the drops. There's lots of drops in there. Yeah, I don't know if you guys did. He listened to that uh, Gene Bean Baxter episode and said, "You know what? I'll get another drop game." <laughs> yeah. uh, I wonder if he's related to uh, Billy Bird, the uh, character actress Billy Bird. Remember hmm. her? I don't. I remember uh, the jazz musician Donald Bird. Charlie Bird. Uh. No, Donald Bird, but there might have also been a Charlie Who's Parker. Donald Bird? I've never Wait, heard of Donald Bird in my life. Charlie Parker? Charlie Parker. Charlie Bird Parker. Bird. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, uh, his nickname was Bird, right? But then yeah, there's, there's actually another guy named Donald Bird. I don't know Donald yeah. Bird. Uh, well, look, if you look up Billy Bird, you will say, you will, uh, immediately recognize her from one million things. Okay. Uh, it, hey, um, speaking like, of with that, we watched, a. Uh, the um, uh, the Michael Douglas Sean Penn movie The Game last night. You, you had, oh, uh, have, I remember that. Have you ever seen that movie? It was Fincher's first Fincher's first feature is that is that possible? Uh, <laughs> Triple F. I, I said the same thing and I said that's a lot of Fs. Uh, <laughs> it uh, it's a Fincher film, his first feature. Yeah. Uh, is it his first? I thought it was. Uh, it might have been his second. After seven. Yeah, it might have been right after the, after seven. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it still it holds up. It's great. Oh, that cool. is a great movie. Yeah. That is a great movie. And Michael, when Michael Douglas plays that rich asshole he's phenomenal yeah he's really really great by the way i uh, i watched we watched half of something last night so i have to do this i think you're gonna like it documentaries documentaries i'm gonna say you watched half of the tina turner documentary correct it's, i thought about watching that and didn't get to it it's great yeah. i'm about 17 minutes in and then my cable went out Oh, no, so, no, uh, that's terrible. Uh, so I, and so I said, you know what I said? Fuck it. I'll just go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I actually that has to up. be the title of this episode, right? Um, I said, fuck it. I'm going to go to bed. That's what I said. Yeah. And it was only three o'clock in the afternoon. So oh my God. Was, uh, I know. You a got a good night's sleep, long sleep. That's good. Uh, uh, yeah. It's, it, we were both too tired to, to finish it. And we got to like a natural stopping place. So uh, yeah, it, it's, it's really good though. Good. Yeah, I was enjoying it. I was really bummed out. I was like, I, I, I started it at midnight and I was like, all right, you know what? I'll stay up till two o'clock in the morning and watch this. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of relieved when the cable went out. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I think there's a better, there's a better uh, yeah. outcome. I, I just didn't know that. I mean, I, like I remember, you know, the story of Tina Turner. I think everybody kind of knows the general gist of her career arc, but, but I didn't know a lot of that music from the the ike and tina days and so it was cool mm -hmm. to hear all those songs which were great um and uh yeah and then just see like the craziness of of their life so yeah would you be cool with less oprah would you be cool with that <laughs> <laughs> oh you already you know what I, I, I'm, I'm happy to report i hope it's not a spoiler she doesn't really at least in the parts i've seen doesn't really pop up that much after okay the, good after the beginning yeah 
It really is. That, I can only remember one or two moments where she was shown, and uh, I guess they're friends, but yeah. Um, well, that's, yeah, that, that was her Chiron. Uh, Oprah Winfrey. Friend. friend. We know who Oprah Winfrey is. <laughs> you know who there's a lot of, though, because he wrote a book about her, is our friend Kurt Loder. Oh, is Loder uh, show up? Yeah. Uh, and his. I like Kurt Loder. Pretentiousness is just dripping off the screen. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, ra- I'd rather his than Oprah. So I, uh, yeah, okay. I am, I'm only because uh, I've seen Oprah a lot more than Kurt Loder. Right. Um, and so it'd be a refreshing pretension. <laughs> yeah, I, I did think it was weird that when she gave the all the the, the, the documentary crew, they, she gave each of them a new car. I didn't understand why that was happening in the middle. Yeah, of why do you keep it in? Why do you keep it in the, in the, in the yeah, documentary? You can edit that out. It doesn't need to be there. Oh, she loves herself. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, all right, here's your uh, here's your question. Here's your topic. What's the topic? Here's your topic on Oliver's trivia question. Okay. Um, delivery one of one has been sent. Uh, that is not your topic. The topic. topic is, uh, hang on, I got to go to this. Uh, the topic is mask up, exclamation point. Oh mask up, exclamation point. That could be anything. That could oh be superheroes. Man. That yeah. could be. All right. uh, that could be Lone Ranger. It could be a bit just about uh, COVID precautions. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it could, it could be anything. So I, let's see. I'm, t- I'm trying to count out one, two, three, We've, four. We've uh, used six of our five, numbers. Six. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I'm missing one then. Where is those six? Matt, I have one, 10, 11, 12, 14, 19 for you. Okay, I was missing 14. I don't know where I wrote that down. Oh, there it is. I, I, okay. I've written uh, my bet down. I have written my bet down as well. I have also written it down. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Uh, Garen, you got your, your bet in? Yes, sir. All right. Elliot, you've, got your, you've said yours? Yes. Uh, all right, here we go. What household items? was originally created to be used as gas mask filters. What household item was originally created to be used as gas mask filters? First thought, best thought. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah, with that too. Yeah, I think too. so too. I wonder if we all have the same thing. Uh, interesting. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to like it. Oliver's trivia. So, so jimmy you oliver has spring break this week and next week yes. is that what's happening yeah the next two weeks uh-huh. uh so what is he doing on this time off other than writing these questions <laughs> uh he's got a uh, he's got a D zoom thing today that starts i believe oh. in one minute nice uh he does that with a, some friends of his that uh admittedly i'm amazed at how uh how long it lasts when he does it uh, <laughs> that was always one of the things that turned me off of dnd i was like i can't i got things to do i don't want to commit to a five-hour game that seems uh, like too much you gotta have at least three hours it's uh it, it is that and i and, and every time he does it i'm like so you guys stopped playing after 30 minutes right and then just hung out and talked for two and a half hours nope we played the whole time all right so good for them. Good and, for them for committing to it and and, and following yeah. through. Yeah. So does it? Does a twelve or thirteen year old run the game? Uh, my thirteen year old son does. Yes. Oh, he's the he's uh, the he's the DM. dungeon master. He is the DM on uh, uh, nice on this particular game. Yes. So they rotate. They they they. No no rotate. he he uh, he started this back up. This is something they used to do in person, uh, and he was not. He was just one of the players, and uh, so he's like, hey, let's get everybody back together and. Uh, so he is the DM. He, you know, I, I think in uh, I think in his circles he needs to be the guy, not unlike his dad when he was that age, 
Uh, hey, let's start a uh, uh, an acting troupe, and then you got to be the guy that. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's start a band. But uh, Jimmy, you you have no musical ability. Let's do it, fellas. <laughs> I guess <laughs> some, needs somebody needs to light the fuse. Yeah. 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 And I think that's him. And yeah. then everybody's on board. It's not like that's great. Uh, like he has to beg them. Yeah. Uh, he just there's somebody like you say. Somebody has to light the fuse. He's a, he's a natural leader. What do you want? Um, yeah. What do you want? Well, he, uh, I want him to form a cult. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> well, he's working on it. Yeah, he's got this thing going on three hours a week so far. Hey, speaking of cults, they just announced that the uh, the cast for the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show and uh, our friend Bonnie from uh, from the that cult <laughs> from the vow Remember? Oh, yeah. Remember she was in the Star Wars episode one or episode. She, three. Got, an, she got an acting gig. Well, she she was in episode three as uh, I, I, I'm saying since the documentary, yes. some, somebody has hired her again. They, she's she's the, her character is coming back because this takes place after episode oh, three. Uh, it, she, she's Luke Skywalker's aunt. She's Aunt Peru. The, oh, she's, she's the young Aunt Peru uh, from episode three. So I mean, clearly she can take direction. <laughs> right? Knows how to follow. No yeah. question. Um, yeah. Her and the other guy. Joel Edgerton, is that his name? The, who played uh, Uncle Owen. Yeah. They're both in it. Our friend Kumail is going to be on it. Mm-hmm. Just once you get in that Disney gang, man, you you're are in, set. Right? You are just like, whatever they need, you're like, sure, I'll do a Marvel movie and then a Star Wars show. Can you fucking imagine? No. <sighs> I mean, it, 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 it happens with, with all sorts of like, The second you get to a certain level as an actor or actress. Yeah. You're you're just in the work. You're just in the loop. You're yeah, just in the. I know. It's the same. And I'm not suggesting uh, Camille's not good because I've liked him and everything he's done. Yeah. But there are people that aren't even good, but they're just in that loop, and so they just yes. work for ten years, mm-hmm. and then somebody goes, "Hey, you know what? Why do we keep hiring this person? Isn't there a better version of this?" And then they go away. Yeah, I mean, it's not and even that person's about- name is Jamie Gertz. <laughs> Whoa, come on. Wow. She was great in Twister. To, I wanted to pick any name. Oh, she's horrible in Twister. <laughs> of course she is. Of, of all of the, I, I know you were being funny, but uh, I actually, I, you know, I, I used to think she was terrific, but boy, oh boy, is she bad in Twister. Mm-hmm. Bad yeah, in I mean, Twister. that's what happens. And when that it- sitcom, she was horrible in that sitcom. Still standing. Oh, uh, yeah. She had I a forgot play. about that. I she's from that. Chicago and she had to play a Chicago housewife and couldn't do it. Wow. Oh, um, yeah, I I mean, Kumail, I, I agree. I like Kumail as an actor. I think he's he's really talented. But I f- like it just seems like sometimes someone would be like, hey, this is too much of this person at one time. Like we don't that, want you know that, that that's yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why that doesn't factor into it, although maybe they have done the math beyond what I'm thinking about. And they realize, no, this will come out the, here and then this will come out here and it'll be fine. Uh, but on paper, it seems like weird. It's also weird, like that new James Gunn Suicide Squad, which I already think is weird because I, not having not paid attention to the DC thing, mm-hmm. like what is the statute of limitations on a reboot? Like, didn't that last one come out like four years ago? It's just it wasn't so that long ago. It's so weird how quickly they're like, yeah, yeah, it sucked. We're gonna make it again. Who cares? Like, it just seems like I I, I, I understand that it wasn't good, and uh, but. Give it a little space before you just. I can tell you, my son's very excited about it. Oh, I am it's, too. Uh, I like it's the first DC movie in a long time that I've been like, that looks cool. I, I will see that. But, so I, I, I need I need to say one of the things that I did over this break is you know because of all the hype about the you know the Zack Snyder yeah. you know four hour Justice League, I was like, you know what? I haven't really watched hardly any of those movies except the Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh boy, yep. So I I I I looked it up. I wanted to get the right order, so I got them in chronological, not release order. 
Oh, so wow. that all the stories would mesh up, okay. which actually I think does make a little bit of a difference. I've watched them all. Wait, so did you start with Superman Returns? Is that what? It, or Super or yes. Man of Steel or whatever it's called? Man of, Man of Steel. Steel. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. So so it goes Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman. I believe so. Yes. And then Wonder Woman. Wonder in there Woman. Because I didn't rewatch the ones I'd already watched. Right. So wait, um, so first of all, the first question is: So did you just watch the Snyder Cut? No, I watched. Here's here's the funny thing. I accidentally didn't realize that there were two different movies, even though I even though the whole premise was, was your premise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, because because when I watched Justice League, I thought that the Snyder Cut was a recut of a yet another Justice League movie. Oh, okay. I, I misunderstood that in my in my going through. Like I was doing a lot of stuff, but um, <laughs> you were you were doing a lot of stuff, but most of the stuff you were doing was watching these movies. So. Yeah. Um. So, so I did watch the original one. Here's the thing. Uh, none of these movies are perfect. All of them have good moments. Oh, I'd, I'd already also already watched Shazam, which I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know if it dovetails in with the other things with story items. I don't think it does. Not really. It's just at the very end, Superman shows up. It doesn't matter when that takes right. place. Um, so I didn't think any of them were as bad as people say. Huh. Like, like there were there were inconsistencies and problems. Garen's, but they're inconsistent. Garen's leaving his apartment to come murder you. <laughs> <laughs> but there are inconsistencies and problems in some of the Marvel movies, too. Mm-hmm. And so are the Marvel movies better? Yes. But none of these like I actually enjoyed Aquaman. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I did. I thought it was oh, fun. I, I thought it was fun. I laughed out loud at it. Like, uh, oh, oh, but I think goodness. I think that's fine. I think I think I don't think it's intended. It's not as it's not intended to be as funny as Shazam was. Sort no, of. No, 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 no. I wasn't laughing because I know. I understand what happened. you're saying. <laughs> you thought it was ridiculous. And, and but it's a comic. It's a it's a fucking superhero movie. What do you expect? Do you, you want Schindler's List out of Aquaman? <laughs> I don't think that that's a, a good a good measure. I, I didn't say that. You said that. No. I think yes. he, there's what? a certain level of like he, he was laughing at how bad it was. Is, uh, that's right. But I mean, like, I guess maybe you don't remember how bad some of the superhero movies were in the 80s and 90s. Sure, I, do. I do. Yeah, those were terrible. Yeah. And completely unwatchable now. And this was not terrible. Yeah. There's a lot of animated Aquaman's action. terrible. I don't agree. Let's go to our expert. Garen, first of all, did you watch the Snyder Cut? Yes, I did. And did you you saw the original Justice yes, League? Yes, I did. Okay. First of all, is is there any credence to what Elliot is saying about these movies? Yes, there is, actually. Okay. There that's, are That's what my friends have said too. Like my friends who care about DC, they're like they're not irredeemable. They're de- there's definitely good stuff in all of them. A- Aquaman is beautiful. Yes. Uh, and well, there are a couple Jason of Momoa, Avatar level. Jason, yep. Jason Momoa is beautiful. Just right well, off yeah, the bat. Oh, by the way, the man breasts in these films. Holy business. There are a lot of pectoral muscles being shown off in these films. Okay. And abs. And, Fuck, I'm and, going to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waiting. He definitely didn't it, want to be a part of this conversation anyway, so I no, could probably just keep know. going. Hey, get around the other side. There he's back. Uh, and and in in, in in I'm sorry to interrupt you, Garen, but in in Man of Steel, the, there are there are penis and vagina shapes everywhere. <laughs> That's hilarious because I thought the whole like it seemed like the whole mo of all these movies, which is what turned me off, is that they're supposed to be so like dark and edgy and and adult. They most they mostly are, but and there are surprise surprising moments of comedy, intentional comedy. But anyway, Garen, what were you saying? Um. 
I could rant about this for a long time, but suffice it to say, Zack Snyder is a terrible filmmaker. Uh, he wishes <laughs> he was subtle. Terrence Malick. He has no idea, absolutely no idea what he's doing with any of these characters. And it's infuriating. That said, I watched it all the day it came out. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and for me, like, to me, I almost want to actually do this, but I don't think I'm actually going to. I think that there is a way to take... 2017 Justice League and Zack Snyder Justice League and cut together an actually good movie. Look, let I me think tell, it's possible. Let me tell you what uh, my my college roommate Jim, who's a comic book uh, super nerd, he and I haven't seen any of this shit, so I don't know what he's talking about. But I will just repeat what he said, which I think sounds like a good idea. He said, "The uh, is it Cyborg and Flash parts of the Snyder cut?" He mm-hmm. said those should have just been put out as like individual short things prior to the release of this so that then the Snyder cut just as it could be a a normal movie length, but then you, you get the setup of those things, but they're kind of more self-contained. And I was like, well, that, that sounds at least more manageable as, as content. There is no reason why the Snyder cut had to be four hours. If you get, if you just take all the slow motion stuff and make it regular speed, I think it's three and a half hours. (laughs) Did you watch it, Jimmy? No, of course not. Well, I assume that Jimmy hasn't watched a single one of these things. Well, that's the most important question. What did Oliver think of the Snyder Cut? He, he ah, liked it. He, he liked, liked it a lot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah I, definitely, I, I think we had the answer on that, didn't we? Oh, no. We yeah. asked him if he was looking forward what to it. What he was right? excited yeah. about, yeah. He liked there's, it very much. There's likable stuff in the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. There's some cool scenes. I, I just don't understand why he has to be so... So, uh, so Zack Snyder, indul- it's it's overindulgent. It's, it's so it's, overindulgent. He, 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 in the hands of a more sophisticated filmmaker, I think that could have been a good movie. But mm. but having that, watched so. them all all together like that, um, I they did make some stutter steps as far as what they were trying to do. But there is kind of a through line, and the only thing that I'm disappointed in is that Man Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman kind of established this this idea of superheroes aren't that great. Why are you so happy about superheroes? And I think if if they had hooked onto that longer, they could have actually said something interesting, which they failed to do. But that's the worst fucking idea ever, <laughs> like, especially well, for Superman. Like Superman is the exact opposite of that premise. I mean, I agree with you. But at the same time, that seems like what a lot of people are interested in. We've got uh, Invincible, the cartoon series that's just come out, which is basically that premise. Yeah. Uh, we have um, Watchmen, friggin, uh, Watchmen yeah. uh, oh. The Boys. Um, uh, right. Uh, well, that's what I mean. The like, Seth every, Meyers cartoon one. Everybody's doing it. So why take the most famous franchise of all time and and well, because why out? let them do it? And by the way, those, these things are in uh, DC Comics. I mean, it's not like they I know, created but, out a whole cloth. But comics do everything because they need to sell fifteen thousand yeah. different. I didn't. Versions. I, I didn't ask Oliver this. All that's good. Are, do the Wonder Twins show up in this thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. But no, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Maybe I missed a reference. I mean, it, if it makes you feel better, Jimmy, in the new Suicide Squad, uh, takes it seriously. Polka Dot Man's going to be in it. I don't know if you. Oh, remember. is he in it? Good. Do you remember him from the old Batman show? Uh, I don't think I do. No, I don't, I don't know, know if he was. Polka he Dot must have been in the Adam West Batman. Right? I don't remember Polka Dot Man. He's he's in the Lego Batman movie just for a second. He's just mm. he's one of those funny, stupid villain names that gets thrown around sometimes when you talk about like the stupid things that they did with Batman in the '60s or whatever. Right. Uh, the only other thing I will say, because I know that we don't want to belabor this any longer, is oh, yeah. uh, I re- <laughs> too late. <laughs> I well, it could be long. Is I really like Birds of Prey. 
Oh, okay. I thought that was very enjoyable. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, I assume it's a heavy R, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but I liked it. I think they did a good job and I didn't realize that, um, what's her name? Margot Robbie. Yep. Uh, she, she like, she's, le- she's not an executive producer. She's a legit she producer. On that. It, yeah. like she, so, uh, I think they did a good job. I like that. Yeah. All right. Great. Well, there you go. There's a movie corner with Elliot Hochberg. You could uh, listen to him uh, apparently in the middle of another show anytime. <laughs> I I feel responsible because I asked the question. Uh, yeah, but uh, well, you know what? You should because you. I was going to say yeah, but you didn't know that was going to happen. But well, you know that's going to happen. We've, I've known each other long enough. I initially felt like we just actually mostly. I I, I, I wish I had th- led with this. I mostly just wanted to follow up on before. We took our break. I, I, we knew that Oliver was excited about it. And I really just wanted to know if he liked it or not. And then it turned into this uh, 25 minute segment. <laughs> but it's over. And you know what? Falcon, I'm done. Falcon and Winter Soldier is really good too. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I, I screen's frozen. <laughs> uh, all right, Garen. Uh, Garen, Garen you look, it looks like you just got a tan in the middle of that. Like that conversation was so hot, you got a tan. Oh, man. Up. Just, you look like a completely different person with that beard. You look I, like I a different person. I know. Yeah. I know. And yeah. I don't like it. You look great. You look great. It looks good. Thank you. You're up there at the Never Not Funny Thank Weather you. Desk at the Tri Corners of the Valley. That's Garen Cockrell. Garen, uh, do Hello. you have a uh, do you have an answer? I would ask you what's going on in your life, but I don't know if we have time since you guys decided <laughs> to go uh, balls deep into the uh, DC movie uh, universe. Um, it's the DCEU, it, Jimmy. <laughs> Here, what about you? Here's something from the FU. How's that? <laughs> the fuck well, is, it, is, it, is it a chalupa? Same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a chalupa. It's a pocket. <laughs> um, Garen, what, uh, what's happening over there with your roommates? Everything going on? Are you going okay? How's the inversion table? Everything's going pretty good. I uh, placed in another screenwriting contest in the semifinals. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So that's exciting. That's, that's nice. table read my screenplay that might get me a reading at Sundance if I... Oh, when next month? We'll see. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed. Excellent. Please cross them. Uh, other than that, I took a quick jaunt up to San Jose. Oh, um, so you knew the you fun. knew the way. So you, so you I did. Warwick. <laughs> I, I, yeah, she was Wait, there too. Who's who's in San Jose? Yeah. Is that a song lyric? Nope. <laughs> no. Oh, no, that Jason. Was, that was Jason a legit question. I thought I was trying to guess oh, the song. Oh, your ex-boyfriend's Jason was up Jose. there, yeah, yeah. Oh, he goes up to San Jose for a quickie. I see. Mm, <laughs> no. No? Okay. But yeah, just a quick. I just had to get out of LA, and that was the closest, easiest place to go, so. Sure. Yeah, actually, uh, in the middle of, uh, like, when we were in Palm Springs, Elise is like, so Garen's in San Francisco or something? I was like, what? And she's like, I thought you were going to know the story behind this. I was like, no, I do not. Uh, but I guess she had the details wrong. It was, no, I went to San Francisco on Saturday. That Saturday I was there. We went there You're for a couple hours. Fucking all over the place. Man. You flew to yeah. San Jose. You drove up to San Francisco. Yeah. I oh, see. Went to an Amoeba Records, which was, I mean, it's the first time I was in a specialty store like that that wasn't a Target. I got to admit, it was a little... Yeah, I got a little um, emotional over it. I was like, "This is normal." Well, yeah, and I, uh, yeah. Picked up Starship, knee deep in the hoop. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, nice. Maybe that's why I got emotional. <laughs> yeah, or maybe three dollars. Whitney Houston might have been playing. Uh, Starship makes an appearance in the uh, the final episode of uh, Jimmy's Records and Tapes, uh, talking mm-hmm. about uh, uh, horrible songs that you love. Final yeah. episode, season two. Mm. So, yeah, final episode of season two. Season three uh, later in the year. 
Garen, I, I, I don't want to gloss over this. You flew to San Jose? You, you got on an airplane? Yes. Wow. How was that? Southwest. I went through Burbank Yeah. because I thought it would be a little calmer and it wouldn't be... And it was fine. It was great. It was fine. Okay. Everyone was in mask. Nothing crazy happened. Did you have what your own your... row? Yeah. No, I had... Oh, wait. No, there was a seat between us. There was Good. someone right. who sat next to me. I just sealed it up. A quick hour in the air. Yeah, zip in, zip yeah. up, right? Yeah. Right. Well, when I was done, of course I zipped up. Of course, <laughs> right? Quickie with Jay. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, the Amoeba here opens, I think, uh, Thursday, April 1st, I believe, the uh, Amoeba in Hollywood is opening. And I can't imagine how long that line is going to be oh, man. on day one with all the hipsters that have been waiting to go and who want to <laughs> take their selfie on day one. Yep. And uh, it's going to be a fucking zoo. Mm-hmm. You can you get your album next week and when nobody is in line. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to say this right now. I when 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 the lockdown when they declare the emergency over, I'm probably a month or two before I actually change my habits to wait to make sure that it isn't that somebody didn't make a big mistake. Well, it's also that's crazy what you're saying, but I, I will say <laughs> once you're used to living a certain way, it's kind of like yeah, it's 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 not. Well, that's a that's a different story. Over uh, you know the, the the reason we're getting a vaccine so that you can sure. yeah. start acclimating back to life yeah. yeah i'll get there i'll get there but i was thinking but, about uh, that today is like it, it's just like the the routine we have the routine down now so it's kind of mm-hmm. like to adjust back is gonna I've, I've said this before i think it's gonna be harder for me to go back to the way things were than it was for me to go into the way we're living now because mm-hmm. it was very easy for me like i i i mostly like it <laughs> so like it's i, I think it's man. like 80 percent good like uh, the most the, the the most negative thing i can say is that uh, i'm very uh sorry that my kids can't play with their friends but um, it's horrible but it's absolutely horrible. that's really to me the main negative everything else i think has been uh kind of nice but i have not missed getting on a plane in any way shape or form i mean it's mm. you know since february 2nd the last time i was on a plane of 2020 and I, you know, do I miss stand up? I don't even know the answer to that. I don't know if I even miss that because mm. all the bullshit that comes along yeah. with getting on the plane and getting to a rental car and getting to a hotel, all of that goes with it. Um, you know, if you could trans, you know, it's the old cliche of, you know, the, the, the touring artist that, you know, the time on stage is great and the rest of it's bullshit. But, yeah. you know, you go, you go, what are you at, 15 months now of not doing the bullshit part of it? Yeah. It's like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get up at four o'clock in the morning at some point to then go, you know, to Ohio. Right. Yeah. You, you don't, yeah. you don't like when you're used to doing it, you don't think about how shitty it is. But when you stop doing it, the the prospect of going back is like, yeah. fuck. I mean, my, my pocketbook uh, sees the difference <laughs> and maybe <laughs> might, might, might have something to say on sure. this topic, but mm-hmm. who knows? Uh, all right, Garen, do you have an answer uh, for this uh, question here? This, uh, uh, let me reread it for those that uh, zoned out during that fucking uh, <laughs> Justice League thing. Uh, what household item was originally? Actually, it says items. I don't know if that's a typo. What hu- household items was originally created to be used as a as gas mask filters? Uh, I have an answer. I'm going to go with my first instinct. Yes, as Matt said earlier, and go with cotton balls. Oh. Cotton balls. Terrific. And, uh, of course, that, that was your nickname up in uh, San Jose. If I'm not <laughs> oh, absolutely. Attaboy. Ring nice and soft. soft. Nice and soft. <laughs> don't know what that means, but all right. I don't either. Put a lotion on those things, soften up the sack. Like a baby's mm-hmm. bottom. Why Manscaped. Not? 
right? Uh, Manscaped. By the way, if you're going to use Manscaped, well, no, we don't. Uh, are they? A, <laughs> they were. I'm sure. Still are. I think the code is still on our site. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll take advantage of it then. Manscaped. Did they send us stuff? Did we get? Yes. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. All right. Well, I still you, use their their ball moisturizer. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Nice and soft. It's nice and I soft. Do you know that when I wasn't looking? Why don't I, why don't I have any of that stuff? Uh, I bought my own. We did. You bought it. your own manscape? Yeah, I needed some uh, manscaping, and I and I remembered we had the code, and so I I did it. Oh, good for you. I think I we divvied that stuff up, Jimmy. I don't, I don't know. You you. I think my recollection is that you weren't uh, uh, you weren't fighting me on when I said uh, uh, can I take this or this, and you were like yeah yeah, and then I think you got a couple of things too. I did not get. Oh, I certainly manscaped. did. Oh well, so maybe you just. Uh, you motherfuckers. You opted out. I turned my back. You motherfuckers <laughs> are stealing from me. No, I mean, I don't want to blow up your spot or, or damage the the sales pitch that we made at some point. But I don't think you gave a shit about any of it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I take care of business now that I'm on my own. Okay. I, uh, uh, I don't need that assistance like you guys apparently do with your I will say that the little, the little lawnmower or whatever it's called uh, works as advertised. You like it. All right. Well, you know Yeah, what, because I've tried up. to do that with other clippers and it's not been a pleasant experience. I don't, uh, I know what you're saying. By the way, I made the big mistake. I used uh, my Sunday lawn care down there. The <laughs> oh, no. That's going <laughs> to go oh, the other direction. Up. It's never looked better. It's never looked better. Oh. Professionals. Well, they nice, know. Nice God. 70s situation. You sent, oh, the, nice sh- you sent them a soil sample, obviously, so they know course, exactly yes. what nutrients that that are needed. Looks great. I mean, I used to use a straight razor, so now using that automatic machine is a lot better. Oh my God. You have a straight razor. (laughs) At at all a straight razor. Even even when they do my neck, I'm never more still in my life than when the barber is doing that. It's terrifying. uh, it's terrifying. You just after, what if someone sneezes? What if they just sneeze? Exactly. <laughs> if you sneeze or he sneezes, you're fucking. You're done. You're done. You're Gary Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Ellie. Let's check in with you. I would ask you how your week's going, but we got it. We got it. <laughs> well, the only other thing I would say is we uh, got it. I. I uh, I spent the time I spent the time also updating my computers. Oh, great! Or computer. I, I updated it to the newest Macintosh OS, and then that was that was sort of a disaster, frankly. So then I went to I'm on Mojave now. If anybody cares, great. which nope. nobody does, nope. I'm on Mojave. nobody does. Nobody, nobody. Hey, I acknowledged it. Okay, rarity. <laughs> what uh, do you have an answer on this uh, situation I, here? I do. Also went with my first gut instinct. Uh, I said coffee filters. Coffee, coffee filters. filters. I will say this. Uh, that was my second thought, shit. and I'm regretting it not being my first. Well, Damn we're going to find out. That's a good answer. I, I do. I Fuck, do is Ellie like going to win again? <laughs> Ellie is becoming he's on a winning streak. It's ridiculous. I've been doing okay. I agree. Uh, well, you know what? You need it. That sad fucking pathetic life that you're living right now with watching these <laughs> Having all that time. Already planning for I'm not going to leave my house for another eight months, even though they tell me it's okay to do so. I don't think it's eight. I think it's uh, probably four tops. Tighten it up. <laughs> well, we are on the edge of another surge, so I we are not here in Los Angeles. Finally. I've been living on the edge of another surge. I don't want to die. I don't want to cry. Is that one of the '80s tunes? <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that one of the, now, when you do that, when you play oh. that '80s game with, uh, do do you? Uh, knowing how you handled yourself in the isolation files, do you uh, get very competitive with uh, Elise? No. We, the, the, what's funny is a lot of them have a thing at the beginning. They were like, get your pencils ready, write down your answers and keep score. And we both just go, fuck you. We're just going to sit here. <laughs> we're going to sit on our couch and have fun answering these together. Like we don't play against each other. We just, we just both yell out the answer as soon as we can. And, uh, you know, 
I think usually between the two of us, we can usually get everything. Uh, but sometimes I know something she doesn't. Sometimes she knows something I don't. This time, we neither knew the last two. I hear yeah, we, We've heard um, about these last two. Mm-hmm. And we'll, uh, we'll get to those uh, in a moment. But Matt, I need your answer here on Oliver's trivia question. So far, we have cotton balls, coffee filters, which I very much like. I think that's a great I, answer. I, I liked my answer until I heard coffee filters. And mm-hmm. now I'm mad, mad that I didn't think of it first. Uh, I went with the Swiffer. Oh, the Swiffer. Interesting. Is a, that's interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. I went with uh, I went with my the very first thing that popped in my head was vacuum cleaner bag, vacuum cleaner mm. bag, which is kind of the same as a car. No, it's not the same as coffee, the same concept as coffee right. filter. But, but it does. It has to let it has to trap some stuff and let it air through. Does, I, don't, yeah. I don't hate that. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, uh, give us a call. Five nine one rock. Five nine one roll. Let us know what you think it's on gonna this. It's going to be coffee filter. Uh, uh, it's going to be coffee filter. I, <laughs> I mean, I like we could we, every week we could do a thing where we all give our answer and then we all bet on which one of the answers is most likely correct and uh, maybe try to salvage some sort of positive <laughs> <laughs> out of uh, what's become a real disaster of a game here. It's uh, it, did anybody, by the way, completely off topic. Did anybody watch that? Uh, the interview with the uh, the former CDC people under Trump's. Uh, no, no. That doctor, them making these uh, this apology tour of. Uh, boy, that he just went and listened to us, and we just didn't. Did. Yeah, but you could have said something. You could have said something. You know, this Dr. Burke saying, you know, if they had acted, four hundred thousand people could have still be alive. It's like you could have said something. Yeah, these it's are scientists cowardice. who. I mean, well, I mean, look. There's a reason why cowardice is a thing. It's because sometimes you are afraid of something and then you don't do it. So it's it's one of the options, and and. Uh, I try to be brave in in regular life things and like say a thing to a person or whatever, but we've talked about it. It's it's sometimes very hard. Now imagine that not only is it your livelihood, but you may have you may be getting death threats from people and, and yep. things like that. Yeah. So not, not so it's definitely it makes I mean, a difference. But I, I agree with you that I would hope that if I were in a situation like that, that I would make the call of like I don't care about my career if I'm going to save ten thousand people. Because you don't know how many people you're going to save, so let's. But I think right. ten thousand would have been a reasonable number to guess. I'm. I it is worth my career to hopefully save ten thousand people. Yeah, but that it's still a hard. It's it's, well, it's not easy. The thing is, I I didn't watch the the interviews, but the, you know. Fauci was out there saying the right things. Fauci, I'm, I'm specifically talking about Dr. Burks. Sure. Uh, how well, she? No, but my my point is that like if Dr. Burke had been saying what Dr. Fauci was saying, it's just another person contradicting the president. That that might have helped a little, but what was really damaging was the president of the United States dismissing a global pandemic and acting like it was going to be fine and sure. telling millions of people, "Don't worry about it, you're fine." Like it, 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 it's it's important for individuals to stand up and and speak the truth to power, but it's in this situation we just needed a coherent, unified message coming from the top, and we were never going to get that. But that message could have been. Uh, uh, had they all been on the same page and basically said, right. ignore what that guy's saying. Yeah, yeah, right? that's true. We are, he's not a he's a guy that can barely run a building. You know, we're scientists. But listen to us. But how many examples but, are there of in, in the four years Donald Trump was president where, you know, 150 psychiatrists came out and said that he's not mentally yeah. well. Right. That didn't matter. It didn't fucking matter to the people that it needed to matter for. You're right. And, and, it, and not only that, but there were people there were like almost every person who stood up and said, 
this is the thing, except for even Fauci, too, because he got kind of iced out. But yeah, he, he did fired. Most of them, they got fired. Right. And so I'm assuming again, I also haven't seen this interview. I'm assuming that they said, well, I could do that, but then I wouldn't be there anymore to try and hope to get this guy to, to yeah. turn it around. Yeah, there's definitely you know, I've not seen it either. I, I've only seen the, uh, uh, you know, the little snippets and the little oh, clips. Right. And, so we're the so. we're the place to go for this. Yep, as, as always, as always, <laughs> bringing you the hard facts of what we think we heard from a secondhand as source of reading a headline and also a title of a story. <laughs> but here's the deep dive on the Snyder Cut. Oh, I watched it. So, yeah. uh, all right, listen. Let's. I think uh, we all watched it. Now we we had to listen to you talk about it. I you painted a picture. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I think what you your, your diatribe might have been longer than the fucking movie. <laughs> Uh, felt like Time violation. All right, here we go. Here's your answer. This is the, again the question: What household item was originally created to be used as gas mask filters? And the answer is, as I scroll up, created during World War One to combat the cotton shortage. Kleenex. Oh, Kleenex. We got no winners wow. in the house today. No winners. Hmm. Kleenex. Okay. Okay. Mask up. <laughs> I'm still just mad that it wasn't a question about superhero masks. Um, yeah, maybe next week. Because I bet 20 thinking it might be. Oh, my God. Of, oh, you wow. went with 20? Matt related. went with. Tw- uh, all right. So wait, hang on. I got to make a note of that. Matt, you went with 20? Yeah. Garen, what'd you go with? 21. 21? Wow. Blackjack. Huh? Elliot? 11. And Jimmy Pardo went with 11 as well. Yeah, Elliot, of you can't be all wow about it we have to use all the numbers at some point like what the no fuck i understand I, I just to me i i the one thing i, I got right this t- this season i bet, bet one so what the fuck do you want me to do <laughs> um yeah but you won i won one <laughs> but you won. but you won the money that's all that matters that doesn't know what matters is winning the end of the season and i'm never gonna no, get there I, now i pocket that money nobody can <laughs> That part of the game is uh, obsolete to me. Doesn't make it. It makes no difference. All right, you ready for the real quiz? Yeah. Uh, okay. Now I'm, you know I, you you of course know I'm in a panic. Oh, you should not be. Although I, you know there was one that Elise was like, I don't know, Jimmy might not get that one. Um, All right. Wait. So what happens in the because we have a tie with points? Do doesn't matter. We got it wrong. Two fifty. No, no, we got but it wrong. Who, who, but no, but well, someone has to get the five. Oh, oh yeah, that's the whole point of the betting. Other than oh, that. that's right. I totally <laughs> forgot. Of course, of course it is. I literally was only thinking about the end game of the betting. So I was right. my whole my whole thing about how that that doesn't matter to me. It was the only thing I was thinking about. So uh, each well, get we two, tie. You each get yeah, two. Yeah, we tie. So we split you, it. You get two fifty each. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Enjoy. So so my <laughs> my streak apparently uh, kind continues. It kind of continues. Uh, more importantly, I got a, I got some money for a couple of tacos. Hey, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Two fifty to a little fuck it money. <laughs> All right, you ready? Uh, this is, oh. Yeah. Uh, obviously, everyone can play this, but I, I'm most interested in, in Jimmy's. Uh, and I, I, I think a few of them everyone will know, and and some of them right. only Jimmy will know. So are we going from the top, or are we just doing? Yeah, the we're going time? all the way through. Twenty questions. All right. Oh. Here we go. I don't see. Uh, Here I go again, or is this love by White Snake? <laughs> Which one is it? Well, how how, how much do you, do you play? It, 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 that's, that's it. This that, love. That, they already just played. That that is this love. It, 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 yeah, it is is this love. So you're one for one. All right. Okay. By the way, it who, played, who it, hit a bell? Who who was that on the bell? It's just this this video has these stupid sound effects in it. Oh, I see. Here we go. 
That's, uh, a, that's the Scorpions with the Wind of Change. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, you listen to a whole podcast about one song, so hopefully you know that one. Uh, again, it's going to play the song again when it shows the answer. Very stupid video. But I can't really skip ahead, can I? Maybe I can. I don't know. I don't know if you can scrub. Use your finger to scrub. That's, is that more than words by extreme? No. Oh, hold on. Heaven isn't oh, that's, yeah. Karen gets it. Yeah. It's heaven by one. All right, I'm, I, I don't have one. Keep, keep your own scores. I don't know what that means. Oh, I figured out how to skip ahead. <laughs> this is exciting. I'll do it next time. Here's number four. How far, how far, how much, again, how much, are you playing the entire clip? I'm, I'm, yes, that's all they're giving you. Okay. Yeah, so like five seconds or whatever. All right, go right ahead. Here we go. Yeah, it's like five seconds. Okay, that oh, is that Aerosmith. song. Yeah, from uh, Armageddon. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wait, is this not just 80s? It's not 80s. It's, it's hairband power ballads. Oh. Okay. Oh, so your I whole sh- anger premise is getting undermined. It's, it's, I don't want to miss a thing, by the way. Yes, thank you. I Karen. so hate this song that I can't. I don't know the title of it. Well, Garen, uh, Garen just said Garen it. Garen said it. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, don't want to miss a thing. Oh, what a uh, okay. <laughs> here's here's the number five. Something I did. Thorn. Rose has a thorn. Yep. Yep. Poison. So you guys both got that. By the way, I'm reading a, 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 a new book called Nothing But a Good Time about the uh, the start of the oh, 80s yeah. uh, glam hair rock era. Uh, a couple nice. of dudes wrote the book, but it's one of those books. Oh, I, boy, they I heard an interview with them on Eddie Trunk. It's when they don't really do anything. They just let all the quotes write the book. Oh, the, the oral history. Uh, oral history, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's uh, I'm only five chapters in. And it, if you like that music, it's great. Oh, cool. I started yeah. uh, Wayne Fetterman's book, The History of Stand-Up, uh, during uh, vacation, and uh, it's great. I'm loving great. it. Great. I've also been reading it. Yeah. And it's also great. Very enjoyable. Uh, I watched Funky Brewster. <laughs> the new one? <laughs> yes. Oh, you, can, you cannot have watched more than one episode of that. Oh, I'm five in. What the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously. <laughs> I, li- I like it a lot. You're it's fucking really crazy. <laughs> you are a mental... Please what, get a job. What I'm are you doing? Just are you fucking have to fire you? What is in that hair dye that you're using? That that you think that's no, it's the beard. It's the beard. Is, is the beard sentient? Is it like it's like an alien symbiote? <laughs> it's blossoming. You're like it's like venom. It's like face venom, just making you do dumb things. Wow, man, it is. I can. I've literally never seen a worse half hour of television than that first one. I watched it. I watched the first one. Yeah. Wow, it's it's, it's all the it's all the shittiness of the original Punky Brewster brought to present day with new kinds of shittiness that you didn't even that weren't invented in the eighties. They, they I, I don't know. I, I I I'm I completely agree with you, but something about it just kind of it just endeared to me, and I oof. I don't know. Oof. I don't know. Oof, oof, oof. Well, we all have our you know the uh, our, our guilty pleasures and something that brings us joy. That's all that matters. Sure, we keep it to ourselves. I mean, it, it does capture whatever Punky Brewster was. I do feel like it it does. If that's the goal, then they're doing it. Just it mostly just reminded me. Oh yeah, I watched that show and it was really really bad. 
<laughs> like the original one was really bad yep. too. All right, here we go. Number six. Uh, open Arms by Journey. Yes, sir. Let's play it again. Here's number seven. Uh, oh, November Rain. Uh, November Rain, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a... Uh, Guns and Roses. I, I think the uh, the latency uh, problem is uh, is playing an effect here because Garen's getting it before I am. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think he's hearing it before me. All right, everybody shut the fuck up, and we want to know if Jimmy can get these. All right, fair enough. Uh, I'm kidding. You play along, no, everybody, do whatever you want. play. I don't care. Here's number eight. That's Alone by Heart. Oh, well, doesn't seem to be any latency issues there. <laughs> Not on that one. The fuck? Yeah, I think you answered it before I played it. Not on that one. <laughs> That's the power of Ann Wilson's voice. That's the power yeah. of Ann Wilson. That's exactly uh, right, Garden. Gorgeous. Number nine. My God, back to back, Steve Perry. Oh, no. November Rain. Guns and Roses. A shit. Two, yeah. two great pieces of bread with some shit in the middle. No kidding. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Jimmy. Give my life direction. You make everything so That's uh, Ario Speedwagon with. Uh, uh, oh, come on, man. Uh. God, that shitty ballad from Wheels Are Turning. Um, Wait, do you guys, so. Garen and Gally, do you not know? Yeah, as I wander, I'm keeping you in sight. Yeah, just sing it. You're a candle in the window on a cold, hard winter's night. And I'm, I'm getting, getting closer than I ever thought. I'm going to keep on loving you. That's right. Oh, that's go. not off Wheels Are Turning. That's off High Infidelity. I'm going to keep on loving you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number 10. Oh, that's oh. Def Leppard. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, this is that Def Leppard era that I don't care for at all, so I don't know the title. When they were an 80s pop band? When, when they <laughs> yeah. sold 57 million albums in two yeah. years or whatever? I mean, I'm going to recognize the title, but I can't pull it. I've told the story a million times about when I was the assistant manager at JR's Music Shop in Lincoln Mall, and that album came out. Is that Hysteria? Yeah. Uh, and uh, that, uh, is that, what's the one after Pyromania? Uh, I think it's Hysteria. Uh, which one came out like 87? Whichever one that was. That's one. Hysteria. So it came out and, the, <laughs> and this guy, Eddie, was the employee and, and uh, he's supposed to be working the register and there's a line at the register while I'm doing my managerial work and I'm like, I look up and there's a line and I go, Eddie. And he goes, yeah, rocks, doesn't it, dude? <laughs> and I go, get the register. And he, he, oh, yeah, okay. Like he was so into the music, he forgot about his job. Like it was the craziest thing. Holy shit, that's funny. Yeah, it rocks, doesn't it, dude? And I remember Keith just wanted it. Keith's like, we gotta fucking fire him. <laughs> I go, he just he was into the music. And uh, I think this was the biggest hit on this album. The album was called Hysteria. <laughs> yeah, from uh, I understand by maybe '87. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, love it. bites. Yes, love bites. Oh, okay, correct. Here we go. Number eleven. Everything's all right. I said everything's all right. when I see you smile. My bad English. Yep. I'm, I'm, I apologize for the annoyingness of the thing repeating, but that's just how this thing works. All right, number twelve. Oh. I'm on my way. I'm on my way home. 
Uh, home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. Home Sweet Crue. Home, that's what it is. Yep. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I have to get through this ad. Skip ad. Yeah, that's Home Sweet Home by Molly Crew. Number 13. Here we go. Pictures of you? I remember you. Uh, yeah. I remember. I remember. Is that Skid Row? Yes, correct. Yeah. That's one I thought you might not get because it was. Uh, no, I didn't get that other early. I didn't get Heaven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, Which is crazy. I chose not to get. <laughs> well, bigger. I didn't get it. I, uh, I would have, but it was uh, jumped in on. Okay. Well, then I'll, uh, I'll give you that one. Yeah, but you didn't get the Aerosmith one. No, you're right. I did not get yeah. the I did, not, I did not get the title of that one. That's 100 percent true. Okay, that was I remember you by Skid Row, number 14. <laughs> That's Cinderella. Yeah, that was. And, uh, Oh, you don't know what you don't know what you got until it's gone. You don't know yes. what you got. As a reminder, that's the song where I heard it and I went, maybe we did need grunge. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was my proudest moment of getting that one. I I was could not believe I pulled the band and the title. Wow. But it, but the clip is kind of from the chorus, so I, I guess it was a it, little. Do, Matt, on this thing, are you seeing part of the video as well, or is it just no, uh, nothing? I see. Go right ahead. Nothing on the screen except. The number 15. That's Bon Jovi. Yep. I do not know what this is. I'll Go be there for you. Yep. Okay. Really? That, that's a very tough one because that was that the hard thing about that one is they had like seven songs that sounded exactly like that and had very interchangeably generic titles like that. I'll be there for you. Uh, whatever the other always is sounds like that you know there's like especially from that bond the, the new jersey album era which i think is that what that's from all right number 16 uh, by the way his most recent album is getting great reviews huh. i'm being sarcastic it's getting some of the worst reviews in the history <laughs> of music is unlistenable right wow. and that's coming from a guy who's watched five funky brewsters yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so think about that yeah. next time you it's horrible right garen it's it, I, I don't know how it got recorded. I don't know how it got released. <laughs> right. now, now I have to listen to it. This is oh my god! It's and this is I I'm I would say I'm a fan of Bon Jovi. To be honest, I like a lot of his songs. And this, wow, no, okay. Some of the again, some of the worst reviews in music history. Real Bon Jovi. Is that one of the villains in Justice League? <laughs> All right, here's number 16. Okay. That's Sister Christian by Night Ranger. Yep. Now, is that hair metal? And also, yeah, is, it, were, is it a power they were battle? They kind of lopped into that because they, they came out doing Don't Tell Me You Love Me was their hit, and they toured with Ozzy, so they were kind of... I, I like To me, I, I don't think of that as hair metal, nor do I think of that as a power ballad. I guess it's kind it's of a, a ballad. ballad. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, number 17. Okay. There's, there's extreme more than words. Yeah. Yep. That is more than words. The harmony of that. Hold on. This is number 18. I, I can't remember if this is... Okay. Is, is this where the downhill I think started? it's after this that I got mad. <laughs> here we go. Oh, wait. That wasn't long enough. I oh. must have... 
Here we go. I'm going crazy. That's the flame by Cheap Trick. Yes. Uh, uh, that's on. That's a good song. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to say that's written by, uh, what's her right? name? Uh, Perry? And we just the Perry? Oh, that's Beth by Kiss. Yeah. That's number 19. That's number. That's from 1976. Yeah. So guess what happened when Matt heard that? I was just, I was mad that I was like, I should know that from doing this podcast for 15 years, but it was so like, no, this isn't hair metal. It's like, what is Here's this? Here's the thing. They had, Kiss had three huge hits in the eighties, you, you know, uh, heaven's on fire and tears are falling. And there's a, a third that they could have easily used those. Those were hits. Were they ballads? Oh, no, these are power ballads. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Forever. Forever. That's the other one. The third one was Forever. Yeah, it was a huge hit. I mean, I'll give I'll give them that. I guess that's a power ballad because it's a, no, a hard rock band. I don't think band. Beth is a power ballad. I don't. It's a ballad. I think it's a ballad. Yeah, it's a ballad by a band that's mostly known for heavy metal, hard rock. Yeah, no. Uh, forever is a power ballad. This is not. Yeah. Unacceptable. I'm with you. Thank Unacceptable. you. Okay. Redeemed. I feel good. <laughs> Unacceptable. Should not be on this. Uh, should not be on this quiz. Okay, here comes number 20. Good news, oh. friends. Hold on. <laughs> There's another fucking pop-up. Uh, How many ads are in this goddamn video? As many as they can fit in, probably. It's crazy. It sounds like Devo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what was their, their power ballot? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they had one. Here we go. Final question. Yep. Oh, that is Love Hurts by uh, by Nazareth, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. It was, love it, it, Hurts. Yeah, Love Hurts by Nazareth. Nazareth. Fucking Nazareth. <laughs> Boy, they come up twice in this uh, episode. The fact that uh, well, that's this, what started this whole thing. Yeah, that's, what's, that's what led me down this road. Love Hurts. So is, is Nazareth a hair metal band? <laughs> yes. Well, no, they were a 70s rock band. They were a 70s rock band. But, right. but that song appears on... Uh, Power ballad uh, compilations like crazy. Hmm. It may have been the first. I know that people like to say Open Arms was the first, but that one may have been the first. It would say it's a cover of a. Is it an Everly Brothers song? Who did it originally? Hmm. Who did Love Hurts? Cher does a version of it too, which is uh, as much as I love Cher, is just hmm. okay. <laughs> Roy Oberson. I don't. Oh no, Everly Brothers. It was so Everly you're Brothers. right. Everly Brothers. I was right. Yeah. So they. Uh, well, I just found out from uh, Hit Parade they were. Uh, one of the ten inaugural uh, inductees into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when they when they started the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1983 or something, there were ten acts that were let in, and I was surprised to find out the, uh, that the Everly Brothers were one of the ten. Yeah, I uh, I, I got irrationally mad. I, I, in fact, I I called some guy on the radio a stupid motherfucker because uh, he was talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it was just like with with again with being so pretentious and precious about it. And it's like, dude, you don't put the Everly Brothers in as one of the first 10 and then ignore Kiss for 30 years when one of them was more influential than the other. I just, yeah, maybe the Everly Brothers is a bad example, but there, there are others that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, uh, I don't really, I know that the Everly Brothers wrote a, a few. I mean, I, I think that it, when you look at that list of 10, it's like, you know, it's like Buddy Holly and Elvis Presley and Sam Cooke and Jerry Lee Lewis and, um, little richard and uh you know that kind of thing sure it it seems very much like these are the the progenitors of rock and roll Uh, i'll I'll give you that i think you know what to that to that point it's really like the 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 fourth and fifth class that right uh 
is, is annoying to like show how interesting they are to induct them yeah. and ignore Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, cut to Led Zeppelin was in the fourth or fifth class. And that's another <laughs> bad example on my part, but I think we know what I'm getting at. Well, it seems like maybe the person you called a motherfucker on the radio for talking pretentiously about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was you. I was listening to, a, I was listening to a Jimmy's Records and Tapes and uh, got very upset. Very upset. It was the Canadian one, so it was about Rush, so I got very, very yeah, angry. Yeah, makes sense. Very, very angry. Uh, all right, listen, that was uh, successful. It was fun. We had a nice time with it. I feel good that you've you've made me feel a lot better about those last two things. I knew there's something just didn't didn't sit right with me about. Well, those. again, love love hurts is always on those power ballad compilations. Beth is the one that had that one has no business being on there. It's just None. such a it's a left curve when every one of those songs you're like, yep, 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 that makes sense, that makes sense. Uh, they're all they're all to me of a piece until you get to kiss. Yep, it doesn't belong. Forever does, and uh, and I'll stand by it. I'll stand by my decision. Wait. Did we we talked about power ballads before? Like, like I think it's era based, not so much genre based. Do you know what I mean? Did we talk about that? I think it, it feels familiar. It? We did have a very a very long conversation about power yeah. ballads one time, and I think it was kind of contentious, uh, probably because of the bullshit coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> yeah, because of this ridiculous era bullshit. This is I'm st- eight, power ballads are an '80s animal to me. Well, yeah, but but it is a genre. It's it's hair metal bands that wanted to have hits. That's it. Bottom line. But you have to you have to have like wailing guitar or something like that. I think was part of our bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it needs a guitar solo. I agree it's it's both. It's both, Garen. It's both era and uh, yeah, yeah, genre. Yeah, yeah. But like, does that mean because I'm sure there were songs that came out in the '90s that still fall into that? You know, like sure. uh, yeah, I, I feel like there were Celine Dion songs that brought a little bit more of the power yeah, but again, we, w- but we wouldn't call that power it, again it was against the norm it was it was fighting you know what the norm of a poison album would be and yes. then here's this ballad right uh you know same with you know journey with crunching guitars and then here's this ballad and well i mean that uh, just brings up a different question like if if somebody like if 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 led zeppelin records a reggae song uh, is it a reggae song or is it something else? Power because, reggae. Because it's, it's Led them Zeppelin. Stealing, it's another example of them stealing from somebody else. That's yeah. what that is, Matt. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to for sure. I'm going to say this, though. I think more than words is not a power ballad. It, I agree. It's an acoustic song. It's all yeah. acoustic. I, I, I'll, I'll go this far. It's unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It has its but place. it's not a power ballad. It's not. There's no power to it. it. But but it is compared to what they were doing. Yes, yeah, but, everything else of theirs is is of course, but, but listenable, but also it can't. Very, but but then, so you're saying any any band with like heavy guitar that records a ballad is automatically a power ballad? That's yes, that's kind of what, I what happens. I, 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 I think if, I think if you're playing acoustic guitar and just having one person singing, it doesn't matter what the band has done before. That's just a ballad. Uh, well, look, I, I'm saying it's just a ballad. I, the overall would be that, that song. That song also finds finds, it, uh, it finds will, itself yes. on compilations. That's so, true. It, but but the compilations are who even puts those together? Some idiot. <laughs> well, I put together three of them, so thank you. <laughs> uh, mine, of course, is uh, "Light 'Em Up." Is my big album that KTEL put out. Okay. And, uh, I. I and Freedom Rock, you were behind Freedom Rock, right? I did. I'm the guy that said uh, used to turn it up and turn, right in the commercial. Yeah, you, uh, That's uh, me. it's not people wouldn't expect you to be uh, on the hippie tip, but 
You were big into in the, the 60s. Turn It Up is on the Southern one, by the way. I screwed up my own premise. No, no, that that is from the, the is that Freedom Rock, man? Turn It Up. That is. Oh, it is. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Uh, I was doing it from Sweet Home Alabama. The, turn It Up. It's, it's a weird coincidence that that phrase comes up in both yeah. those places. Uh, all right. Listen, successful return from our vacation. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Uh, that's it. We're done. We'll see you next time on the podcast. On behalf of the pod, he's up there. There he is. Punky Brewster. I wanted to say Punky Brewster's fan club uh, president. <laughs> uh, that is uh, at the Tri-Corners. That's Garen Cockrell in Palms, California. That's the lazy skeptic, Elliot Hoper, the honcho holding down the fort at the Never Not Funny HQ in Sherman Oaks, California. That's Matt Belknap. My name is Jimmy Pardo. Uh, we'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you again to Terry Carnation for joining us. Bye-bye, everybody. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.